Welcome back for episode 20 of Focus Fire Chat, recorded live on March 2nd, 2016 on Twitch.tv. A huge shout out to the chat over here. Thank you so much for spending your evening with us. This is your host, Blue Crew 86. Alongside me, we have a man who has found his true calling in defending others across the vast, vast wilds of Twitter, Just Insane 0516. There will be tweets. Next up is the third <laughs> member of our merry little band, a many who a man who many were concerned for after a sudden departure last chat, the slumbering champion of Payan himself, Steeman Willie Beeman. Sleeping Willie Beeman. Payan as a person, Payan as a person. <laughs> Tonight we're also joined by an amazing cosplayer and an explorer of Destiny lore, Wind of the Stars, or as we know her, Mel. Just real quick, Mel, can you tell us how you got started with game lore and what aspect of Destiny lore in particular you find most interesting? Uh, sure. Um, actually, it was one of those nights where you're all kind of just raiding and playing with your clan. And uh, one of my clan members, who's also a cosplayer, he was saying like, hey, did you find out, have you heard about this, this, and this about Oryx, specifically Book of Sorrow stuff? And I'm like, no, I hadn't. And he just started telling me all this stuff. And I'm like, holy crap, I had no idea there was this much lore actually in Destiny because it's not readily available. You actually have to put a lot of effort into learning about the lore. And so then I just started getting online and like doing research, going through the wikias and like Reddit and all the stuff. And I found out about different um, uh, podcasts like you guys and just started listening to them. And so then it just giant rabbit hole and got really into the destiny lore um so far as my favorite part of lore probably the book of sorrows just because it's what really got me interested in learning more about the the whole entire story um, behind destiny that you don't actually get readily in the game so that and you know there's also other little bits you know like stuff about hunters because i'm a hunter and stuff about awokens because i'm a awoken so you know just kind of stuff that you relate to you know based on what type of guardian you play it also really interests me as well so cool all right well i know i think i know i mean a, a awoken hunter i don't know willie's kind of our odd man out the titan human yeah. titan master class <laughs> human titan uh no, yeah, no, 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 no. hunter no 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 awoken hunter so yes right. <clears throat> well the topic of today's chat is going to be a discussion over the lore behind the guardian race of exos uh which actually most of you know is a pretty pretty favorite topic for for us and so we're really excited to do that one tonight but before we get into that, however, I do need to just run through some quick notes. Um, our last chat was a re-recording. Uh, our last chat was a recording of the topic of Dregjan Yor and Jaren Ward. If you missed that and have any interest in hearing our thoughts on it, please be sure to check out our Podbean site at focusfirechat.podbean.com for archives of all previous chats. You can also find us on iTunes just by searching for Focus Fire Chat in the podcast section of the Apple Store. If you guys don't mind, go ahead and give us a review to let us know how we're doing on there. We're also, we have also been approved for Google Play podcast app, and we're still waiting for that to become available to everybody. So if you're more of a fan of that app, um, just keep an eye out on that front. As many of you already know, Focus Fire Chat is a cross-community gathering where the intent is to offer a week-long, in-depth view of a particular subject from within the lore of Destiny. This chat begins every Tuesday morning and runs until the following Tuesday with topics decided by the group via a poll that begins every Friday and ends on the Tuesday morning of the new chat. 
every Wednesday at about 10 p.m. Central, we all get together to stream a recap of the previous week's chats for anyone who was unable to participate. Um, the topic for next week's chat has already been decided, and it's going to be over the VEX. So, with all that taken care of, let's start off the chat with a look at the information that we do have about the Exo race from within the Grimoire. I'm going to hand it over to Willie to lead us off. All righty. All right. Exo has a quote on it when you go into Guardian races. Ask yourself, what threatened your Golden Age ancestors so much that they constructed the Exos to defend themselves? Built for a long-forgotten struggle. Exos are self-aware war machines, so advanced that nothing short of a ghost can understand their inner functions. They remain ciphers even to themselves. Their origins and purpose lost to time. Whoever built the Exos fashioned them in humanity's image, gifting them with the diversity of mind and body. Many of the city's Exo citizens live and work alongside their organic brethren, but others fight again, reforged in the light of the Traveler to serve as guardians. So we'll we'll dig into. There's many famous exos, and mm-hmm. of course, I, I think fan favorite still for the majority is probably Cade Six, played by Nathan Fillion. Nathan, if somehow you hear one of these, we would love to have you on one night. I'm just gonna <laughs> throw that out there. Um, and yeah, that would work. I mean, that would work for me, <laughs> dude. Can you I'm fix, just saying. Can you fit that into your schedule, Justin? I could fit it in. I might even do a Saturday for that one. Yeah. <laughs> Justin promises to make you your own Focus Fire Chat emblem if you manage to make it on here. And oh, yeah. he makes freaking sweet emblems. So you, you want to get on here, Nathan, trust me. Um, but oh. that, Kate is a good ver- uh, example of how these Exos, although they look robotic, they're definitely very organic at the same time. And um, we are going to dig into why later on in the show. If somebody wants to go ahead and get into the first ghost fragment for Exos. Actually, I do have it pulled up. I was fully prepared. So, um, yeah, I'm going to read it. So, ghost fragment, ghost fragment Exo, which is in the end is just a matter of substrate chauvinism. It doesn't matter if the systems think with flesh or superconductor or topological braids in doped metallic hydrogen. As long as logic is the same and our logic is the same, yours and mine. If I'm machine, then so are you. If you are not machine, then neither am I. Exomines are human. It's in control. In con- in- <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Incontrovertible. You understand? I'm going to take the slack jaw stare as understanding. Now, here's the question Why are exomines human? What's the design imperative? Why does a war machine, yes, Absolutely, I am a war machine built by human hands, and you are a survival machine built by the engine of evolution. Do not interrupt me. Why does a war machine have emotions? Why should a war machine have awareness? These are not useful traits on the battlefield. Don't flatter yourself. They are not useful. So why should the exomine mimic the human architecture so closely? You know what I smell on you? I smell the stink of anthropic. And wow, that's a word I cannot pronounce. <laughs> Anthropocentrism. Um, I think I think you think that there's only one way to think. That's why the exomine is so human, you presume. Because all higher thought converges. 
My friend, you should meet the Vex. There is nothing human in them. Now, this is what I believe happened. Back in the time before an exo can remember, it explains everything. I think someone wanted to live forever. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we're going to, I mean, that's what I think the, the end of this card. I honestly think that's like the beginning of the exos. And mm-hmm. someone took control of those to make the more machines. That's one theory. Just, nah, that is one theory. That's my favorite one. And we're going to get into as many as we can tonight, I'm sure. Yeah, there's there's a lot of theories about the XOs. Mm-hmm. Oh, my oh, goodness, so dude. This but, card that, yeah, so I was about to say, there's, Blue, there's do a, you want to uh, take the, the Banshee card? Or? Oh, the Banshee card. This is the Cade card for everybody at home. This is what I refer to as the Cade card because that just stinks of Cade's. That one earlier um, in this in Ghost Fragment XO, just the the whole like I'm gonna take that yeah. jawed stare. <laughs> Don't interrupt me. <laughs> Actually, just, when I was reading this to myself, I've read this in Cade's voice. Oh yeah, I'm not I, gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, I, every time I read this, this is that's the voice. I don't, and you know, we don't know who. It is, but that's, yeah, that's entirely the voice I read that in. Let's see. You want me to do... Okay. Ghost... Yeah, you have the Banshee card. Yep. Ghost Fragment XO2, or as we have fondly started calling it, the Banshee card. <laughs> Hi. Thanks for your interest. I'm recording this for posterity. Warlock Thantonauts die and come back with insight. I'm going to attempt the same process to get at buried memories. Specifically, I'm going to fire a charged particle beam into my head and see what comes out. We Exos have been around for a very long time. I want to know what's in there. My ghost is standing by to repair me. Okay. Three, two, one. Stag, Echo, Six, Sword, Sierra, Nine, Serpent. We are falling into the world. Everyone is on fire. There is a ship above us, but it's coming apart just like a flower. Alloy and fusion flash pierced through and through. The voice says, atmospheric interface, trajectory nominal. Rabbit, two, three, you are outside the window. I think I am the voice. I can see the whole earth below me, and the sky we are falling out of is black without stars. Ghost, shoot me again. Rapid, four, rampart, four, ratchet, tanjo, eight, eight, zero. We are on the ice. This is elsewhere and else when. There is a mighty aura, aurora, and it is reflected in the ice, so I walk between two fires, although the one below is cracked and full of corpses. I have and am a weapon. Up in the sky, there is a hole in Jupiter, and it tears at me when I look at it. It tears at me. It is hungry. Maybe the hole is not in, in Jupiter, but in me. Crown, castle, candor. Cobalt, coral, ghost, bring me back. Serrate, sulfur, anathema, amber, actual, aspen, ghost, bring me back now. So that's yes, a, I love that card. It's a fun one. <laughs> it mm-hmm. is, and uh, the reason why we uh, we have dubbed this the Banshee card is because there is an exact quote from Banshee in that second uh, paragraph. There, we exos have been around a very long time. I want to know what's in there. He says that in-game if you uh, hang around him long enough or so happen to come across him at the right time. And um, we all know that 
Banshee's kind of crazy, and it seems like something goes a little bit wrong at the end of the card here, like his ghost is having trouble bringing him back. So, there's that. Um, any thoughts? Anywhere else? I, I actually, I mean, yeah, I would agree. It, it seems like he's like, he starts off kind of cocksure about, you know, hey, yeah, we're going to do this, and then at the end he's like, uh, this is a bad idea. <laughs> like It's... It's almost like when you start, you know, regurgitating past suppressed memories in your own consciousness and all of a sudden all this stuff starts flooding back that you didn't remember and it just has this overwhelming effect. It's almost like in the same sense here, but in sense of computers, because they are machines, is that their circuits are just getting overloaded and he's trying to process it, but he can't process fast enough of what he's regurgitating. So he's just like, okay, I'm done. I'm done. We're done. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Bad idea, bad idea, bad idea. Milk was a bad choice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it does seem like it because the first two times he does it, you know. All right, Ghost, bring me back. All right, we're going into a different one, and it gets a little bit deeper. And, so, you know, by the end of the card, he tries twice, and uh, right. we and don't know if that second time worked. Is, like, he says that his ghost is standing by to repair him, and then, and then if you, like, caught that he actually has the ghost shoot him like he's not shooting himself he's having his ghost shoot him I would that is interesting but i kind of imagine that he would set himself up in like this type of apparatus where he's like connected to a computer and the ghost is kind of controlling what's going on and there's maybe a computer readout that's recording all the stuff for his own information hence why the recording is going on so I kind of got the impression that the ghost is kind of there supervising and kind of like, okay, this is what you need to do, ghost. I'm going to tell you what's going on because I'm not going to be physically able to do it because I'm downloading all this information. I don't know. That's how I kind of saw it in my mind's eye when I was reading this. But, I mean, I, I have no clue. So Right. I, didn't mean- I could actually see that. Mm-hmm. And um, it'd definitely be easier for a ghost to, like, type because they don't have hands. But... Well, I see him using, I like, mean, that little bottom knob and, like, doo, 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 well, you know. and that's assuming that they're not just storing it. I mean, like, you know, well, you're, you're I assuming think physically I, I can, typing, too. Well, I, I could see that easier than a ghost trying to hold a particle beam unless somehow he found a way to weaponize his ghost, which, if he did that, can we figure out how to do that in-game? Because I, wanna, I have I an Osiris get, shell. I want to uh, figure out how to make my ghost of Vex head first. Oh man! There you go. I think we that can would, all that would that the be ghost pretty cool. Is holding a Spartan laser. That's what's going on. <laughs> well, that's what his eye oh, is. Hey, Didn't I'm you know that? Didn't you know that? That's Dude, what the, his eye is. When you get when, when you get mad, he goes, and you just run. That's all you do. You just run. <laughs> that's so what I see. Though, when he says it's a wow. Yeah, that was the second um, second ghost fragment for Exos, Justin. If you want to pull number three up and handle that one. Oh, Our poor guest to... handled that one with the big words, and Tempt I mean, I the, can't even. The sky gods <laughs> again? Okay. <laughs> yeah, let, let's yeah, go don't, for it. Don't muck it up. Don't muck it up. So oh, I'm gonna try not one. to. This is. A I'm just hoping you replace your potato before uh, before getting ready for this one. I did. I did. I've got a russet now. It is glorious. <laughs> um, okay. How appropriate? Ghost fragment XO three. Shame. Shame. Did I ever suffer exhaustion? Someone asked the question, or maybe I asked it of myself. Then it looked at me. This moment was real. I told, I told it what every XO knows. 
What can't touch you has no strength over you, and there's no place for fatigue to latch on to me. But shame is a different act, affliction. I'm a soldier. I was forged by other hands and forced into the role of warrior. According to my scars, I fought and fought. Besides bits and flashes, every battle has been forgotten. But I have this clear, awful sense that others died in my unit. Every soldier was killed except for me. Yet, despite a thousand chances to be shredded and scrapped, here I stood. No weapons in my hands, making fists out of habit, but with nothing to hit. I'd fought to save the earth. That was my sense of things. But our world was collapsing around us, and every soul was doomed. Even cockroaches and microbes would die. And being an expert in the art of losing battles, I saw no ending to this battle, but another loss, and I was ashamed. The shame took hold of me. It shook me. Shame stole my mass and my resolve. Suddenly, I felt like a feather, like a breath, like any small nothing lost in the first breeze. But in the took hold. I was cursed. And do you know what a curse is? It is stubborn. A curse delivered by the gods will hold you when everything else has given up on you. And it was obvious that survival was my eternal curse. A thousand battles, and how many were won? Judging by the evidence, none. And that's why the shame was chewing at my ceramic guts. But despite the horrific losses, I had endured. Closing my eyes, I forced my fist to open. This isn't over, I said to myself. To this enemy, to myself, to the wind threatening to carry me away. This war isn't done with me. That was so, a long one. Yeah. So here's here's a fun, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Too. Here's a fun tidbit that you know really stood out to me. Um, the wind threatening to carry him away. Where else do you, do you guys remember? Where else there was a really strong wind? Maybe a, uh, a, a I don't know a whirlwind. Oh, I knew you were going to see that. <laughs> hmm. Ah. And, I mean, the world was collapsing yep. around him as well, you know. I mean, I can just picture – I mean, at least he's not screaming about a great machine, right? That would just been over the top. <laughs> Rasputin! Rasputin! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mike uh, Gardner. So, I mean and – then, and then the other the other tidbit, too, to pull out of this is the, the ceramic guts. I know we'll get into that when we kind of cover what was talked about it in the chat – but the entire debate whether or not exos are actually androids or cyborgs um i think i think this is a piece of the puzzle that points to them being androids uh and for those who aren't really super sci-fi nerds like myself an android <laughs> is an entirely mechanical um entity whereas a cyborg is a mixture of mechanical and biological parts so like uh you can have anything from the Terminator, uh, which is actually one of the things that Exos were modeled after was the Terminator, and then like Data from Star Trek. That that would be an android, and then cyborgs are usually yeah, usually you associate that with like cybernetic enhancements and stuff like that. They're, so they're they're primarily hu- or not human necessarily, but primarily mortal, I guess. Yeah. So and then android C three PO right cyborg Robocop. 
Yes. Done. Okay. Good. Yeah, yeah, shouldn't okay. have taken that Robocop long. Robocop works. God. I, 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 I was blinked. starting to think I, anime. Yeah. Well, there was that problem too. <laughs> I was starting to think of all the different, oh. and I'm like, well, there's like Major from like Ghost in the Shell. Like she's the perfect example of a cyborg. Yes. So. Kashin just tossed in the chat the Borg. And mm-hmm. then there's Darth Vader. Yeah. Okay. Now the chat's embarrassing me. I, I beg yeah, your forgiveness. You I beg your forgiveness. Let's move on. I think Vader's actually the most perfect one in there. Yeah, Vader and yeah. Vader and the Borg yeah. are actually really good examples. Except the Borg, they're they're still they're evil. Well, yeah, but they're evil, but they're still cyborgs. Well, no, yeah, one's they are. Doesn't have to be good or evil. I mean, so, anyways, either. back to Destiny. <laughs> you shut your dirty Vex mouth, okay? <laughs> well, hey, oh, is that what you know, we're talking about? Speaking, speaking of the Vex, our next card is actually from the Vault of Glass. It's the Mystery, the Vault of Glass 2. Um, does anyone want to take that one? Or I can. Yeah, it. sure, I'll grab okay. it. All right. Images flicker in and out repeatedly over its length. The result is a series of tableaus. Moments in time captured by the ghost struggle to see what's going on. The face of an exo, staring impassively down at the ghost from very close. He appears to be confused, unsure of what he is looking at. A landscape, from a position a few feet off ground, moving laterally to a point of view. The ghost appears to be clipped to the exo's belt. The image is of a battlefield, and over two dozen exo soldiers can be seen marshalling for battle. A chaotic scene of Vex and Exos fighting a titanic battle. The backdrop is a pitted and scarred landscape, a planet unidentifiable from present context. Vex energy bolts hang in the midair as the frames click by, teeming masses of constructs surging towards an entrenched line of Exo soldiers. A metallic leg and boot belonging to a Vex goblin. The Exo goes down. The horizon of this battle-scarred world the ghost kicked free of the Exo's body. Most details are obscured by a darkened shadow, but one detail is easily made out. A massive, crashed spacecraft. The last image, a sigil of the Golden Age Earth, emblazoned on the side of the ship's prow. So, man, there's so many theories on this card. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> I haven't drank enough to get into this yet. Can we skip it and go back to it? Well, and this one, this one, there's a reason that there's... Well, okay, and there's three. There's three mystery cards, and this one is obviously Vault of... They're, they're mysteries, Vault of Glass 1, 2, and 3. This is the only one that deals with um, Exos, and so that's why we picked... That's why we pulled this one out. And so this this one... Yeah, there's there's a there's a lot of different translations. We have, you know, this could have been time travel because it was through uh, the the Vex network. Um, we have a couple who present the idea that this could have been actually even reality hopping. Um, so this could have been from another multiverse. Yeah. We're not going to start the multiverse conversation again. That, that, it's too late, man. It's so in here. painful. Oh my god. All right. Uh, and it, but the, the important thing here is regardless of which uh, theory you pull, it's very clear that this is not after. This is prior to our collapse. Because the Exo doesn't recognize a ghost. And we know that ghosts didn't exist before the collapse. Um, so, and yet, and there, and then there's actually the golden age earth, which is why a lot of people ascribe to the belief that this was a time travel situation. 
from, which would give confirmation that the Vex were around during the Golden Age, which we knew because of the Ishtar Collective. So, which also then defends the, oh my gosh, this is like a rabbit hole of nightmares, which also then um, confirms the idea that Exos are designed as war machines against the Vex because that's exactly what they are right here. Um, let me look at the show notes real quick to make sure I'm so, not supposed to get into this. No, I'm not the, supposed uh, to get into this. Continue. I'm sorry. Could the ghost be a ghost that was lost lost to the dark corners of time, so to yeah. speak? That's in the, the in the vault and ended up in a timeline he wasn't supposed to be in yet. And that's that's where the that multiverse well, theory came from. I think was because we well, well these the, are the three ghosts that you pick up during the uh, paradox. Mission, if I yes, it's a paradox that. where you go to pray to its aid because mm-hmm. the Vex let him call out to you. And um, I wanted to go ahead and throw in there. Dang it, what did I want to throw in there? That is terrible. Why did I do that? Um, <laughs> it's Pancake's Ghost. Oh, when we go back to the Ishtar Collective, when we did the Exo Stranger, we dove into that fairly mm-hmm. deep. Of course, we didn't get everything because, I mean, we, we actually did. start exploring this lore. Well, no, when you actually explore this lore, I mean, there's so many possibilities. Bungie's like, hey, we're heading towards this, but then there's like this off-the-wall thing here that's just like, okay, that kind of debunks it. So, yeah, I mean, then you, you got to explore two timelines. Exactly, but, like Merchants and Alchemists. That completely um, destroys your multiverse theory. But we won't get into that. Yeah, we're not going to get into that, but um, during the Ishtar Collective, or actually it's at one of the future War Call cards, I'm sorry. I want to say it's their ghost fragment where the someone asked the ghost, hey, the little ghost, are you well enough to travel? So there is speculation as well that this could be that ghost that, you know, they were like, all right, let's send the ghost in there and, you know, see what he sees. And um, speculation that all three of the ghost fragment mysteries are the same ghost, this ghost that they found and put back together. So I, I just wanted to bring that up real quick that that is out there. It's one of the theories, and um, it does kind of feed into the multiverse thing as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I actually have a question. Oh, God. So <laughs> this is not a ghost fragment per se. This is not. This is, no. This is a mystery card. Mm-hmm. Do, oh, that's true. Do we think that this is a memory extracted from a ghost, or yes. this is a vision through a vex time well, gate? Well, I think. Well, I think it's both. I think it's a memory because that was the that was kind of the feeling that I got was that this was a a vision through the vex network as recorded by a ghost. Because remember, the other mysteries are what's commonly ascribed to the dead orbit idea, which is the shit the. Um, the armada in space with pieces of the lost last city. And then there's this one, which is the golden age battle between the Vex and the EXO. And then there's the, what a lot of people are calling the future war cult version or, um, the, the Elixney, I, the mm-hmm. Elixney vision. So it's, I think you're, I mean, I think I kind of ascribe to the idea that these are ghosts that are ghost, I don't, you know, again, time travel, this could all be the same ghost, but I think this is a ghost or ghosts that got scattered through a network and, you know, they stepped off at the wrong stop, 
and then they got back on the subway train and came back to the conflux. So, yeah, because Damn, all that, timelines actually come together in the vault. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's what? that was another thing I was going to bring up too. Is like, where do we find these ghosts? Oh yeah, we find them in the vault of glass. Yeah, <laughs> where time has bent so many different ways. It's like taffy in there. I want to you know hear I mean? Mel's thoughts on this one. Oh man, mm-hmm. uh, I'm I've been sitting here reading this card a couple times, and I'm I'm not well versed in the whole entire multiverse and stuff uh, theories and headache. stuff. Even, yeah, <laughs> even if you're well versed in the theory, it's a headache. I've, I've, I've tried to listen a couple times, and it's one of those ones where I can like listen to it for a few se- few minutes. I'm like, okay, I need to process that, and I'll come back to the rest of it later. Um, I, you know, I, I didn't. I, I guess there's just so much that's going on here that I had a hard time kind of processing it and trying to figure out what it is they're trying to do. I mean, obviously, like just the basics of that. You know, you're you're seeing something that was from the past. But, you know, now that you guys have mentioned time trap, you know, the time theories, like, it's very possible that this is also set, you know, parts of it could be set, like, every single bullet point is a different point in time. It's not necessarily this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. So, uh, man, I don't know. It's just, it's 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 a really interesting card, and I wish I had more to say on it, so. <laughs> no, and that's, and that's half the fun about talking about time travel is... <laughs> We don't You're know. never wrong. Yeah. You're never wrong. Yeah. That's what's fun about it. So, if, yeah. If you start to feel wrong, say time travel aloud. <laughs> you will not time be travel. wrong anymore. <laughs> so I, I do want to kinda I do want to kinda kinda add in here. I don't think Bungie wrote every single one of these cards to specifically be a concrete story point. Some of them are just for atmosphere and just kind of, you know, I don't want to say filler because that's kind of a degrading term, but not all of them are going to tie into the master plan. So, so in, in I regard, don't like that very much. Right. But, so in regards of time travel, these are not fixed points in time. These are these are fluid, wibbly wobbly timelines. Timey wimey. Yes. But yeah, so. I was hoping I could work that into this conversation. No, oh, there you goes. You knew you would. Um. I, I, you've been talking about exos, which are closely related with Vex stuff going on. You're going to get timey when you stuff mm. in there. I mean, the exos are basically good versions of Cybermen. I mean, let's all be honest here. Yeah, I can, yeah, yeah, I could kind of see that. Without the need to assimilate everything into Cybermen, so... I think Exos are definitely much more organic than yeah. Cybermen. I mean, they're obviously much have an independent thought. Like Cybermen are just so, you know, one mind, one way. This is how we go, you know. So basically, I, okay. I would see them as as the so, good version of maybe Daleks because Daleks are kind oh, of cyber. Yeah, but all right, let's let's uh, let's not go down that path. Let's, let's not start that comparison. Right. <laughs> We can go forever on that one. Justin, continue. Which which one are we on? We are on the Dark Age, and this is actually a ghost fragment. Oh. Yes, sir. So, the Dark Age. It was very dark. <laughs> and the potato had trouble keeping up. Um, <laughs> so, um, the Dark Age. The Golden Age burned bright. 
and the night that overtook us after the collapse was swift and total. The tally of suffering may be beyond comprehension, but the city lifted itself from the ash, gathering survivors. Guardians rose to challenge alien hordes. The Dark Age swallowed so much of our history, but hope never died. Is this like describing the chat and the bungee well, stream? Today? Yeah, you you wanted to go to the ghost <laughs> you fragment. You wanted to go to the ghost the fragment. I was gonna be I was just gonna be polite and just start reading after you. So. <laughs> But since Willie is not going to be polite, we might as well Willie's follow not that one. Say well, yes. Yeah. I'm an honest man. This is a description of the bungee chat. I am not. I think that was describing the bungee chat. Oh, man. Today. Don't in even. I'm not going to start that conversation. It's devoid of hope. Um, no, Dude, that ride along, I'm sorry. That ride along disappointed me so much. You were shut Let's your not face. go there. Let's no. not go. Okay. okay. It's just the way they passed <laughs> over Nogris. We're all thinking. Oh, it. Come yeah. On. Okay. Fair that enough. that one thing broke my heart. I mean, it was like, and you know, Deed that saw was that really... little hold oh. this button. Okay. And he was like, "Oops, I'm not supposed to go there." Yeah, because he stood like, in oh. front of it for like five, like five to ten seconds. He just stood there with his ghost out. Like, should I scan this? Nope. It's like I hate you. I know. I was like, no. Why? Why? Okay. All right. Sorry. Ghost Off topic. Dark age. Yes. Get on point. Um. No one knew what had happened to the traveler. No one understood what had happened to the world, but they heard the whispered call. They came from the wildlands, gathering in secret enclaves, slipping through the howling ruins of shattered cities, hoping to find the coast, find a ship, pick up the trail of an impossible dream. From the deep black came the awoken, their eyes haunted. Exos marched in the refugee columns, cloaked in moss and shattered memories. And among them came the ghosts, beginning their search. It was a time of vast suffering and terrible evil. But there was one hope, the promise of a refuge beneath the traveler. Dun, dun, dun. Nailed it. (laughs) So, okay. Those are pretty much all the grimoire cards. The grimoire cards that deal with exos. And, you know, obviously we've kind of touched on the feedback that we've gotten for them. Um, I wanted to just really quickly, there, there are a couple of items and then do you want to do, well, I guess let me toss this back to you guys. Do you want to do the items first or do you want to tear open Cade's treasure Island? I, are I'm we doing the treasure? Items. Uh, yeah. I was about to say, we, we should probably this. go items first on this one blue. Cause I mean, Cade's treasure Island book is just so awesome. Uh, Oh, it's amazing. So let's get the items out of the way. If we don't devote at least 40 minutes to Deep Stone Crypt, I will burn this place to the ground. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just throwing that out there. (laughs) That is actually a Titan class item, Justin. Yeah, it is. And we will. Because Titan Master class, of course. And then there's there's an awesome... (laughs) Nobody's perfect. There's actually two... it It was a very common discussion point, as one can imagine when you talk about exos and actually there was a theory from reddit and a theory from chat that coincided and they the two people or the yeah the two people who on reddit actually the way that they explained it i'm gonna i'm just gonna read it like they wrote it because they verbalized exactly what i was thinking and what i think a lot of people in the chat were thinking when they kind of talked about it and that alternate 
read that there's an alternate way to read the deep stone crypt which we'll get into it's really fun so do it all right so just real quick <laughs> there are let's see there are five we have five um pieces of armor two warlock two hunter and then one titan and actually there is actually three hunter but two and- of them are the same Oh, we have a fusion rifle, a sniper rifle, and a scout rifle right. as well. And then, so, and then the mean, weapons, right. But the armor, so the first armor is the carnivore carnivore match. And this this really, there's nothing like huge about, well, except for the deep stone. There's nothing huge about <laughs> this. Well, I mean, the deep stone, just because it's the only one that actually points to stuff. So like carnivore match, which is the hunter chest plate. It says artificial myofibers regulate respiration and heartbeat or pump coolant to exo users. So the, the important thing here is the, again, the nod to the fact that these are not cyborgs. They're androids because they don't have blood. Uh, com- computable secrets is, I'm just going to run through these really fast. Um, computable secrets is a warlock class item. It says exo warlocks take particular interest in the physics of light, seeing analogy to their own origins, which we will touch on in cage treasure Island because of the impact that the ghost resurrection has on the processing units inside the exos. Then there is the Instinu GNT Razor. We haven't, I have no idea what instant. I think we've tried to figure out this one. GNT is actually an armory that is completely did. I think I want to say it was a collaborative. Yeah, it was a it was a GNT Exo collaborative. It was a group of Exos that acted like a weapon foundry, and so what they did was they actually made armor and modified weapons for use by guardians. And then most of their armor was designed to study what happens to it and the guardian during combat. So it was actually a um, intelligence gathering armor. And then that was basically there's little to nothing known about the GNT. We don't. We have no idea what the GNT, the acronym, stands for. The, Maybe uh, gaunt. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't it know. Does say I mean, Exo, it does uh, maybe, Smith. Yeah, I mean, that's the. Are you talking about the wizard? Yeah, I mean, yeah, so the wizard the, seventy-seven. Right, right. The seventy-seven wizards. Um, the GNT armor yeah, tomato, is tomato, tomato. Yeah, <laughs> is broken into <laughs> three distinct sets, uh, and each of these sets are named after a Hindu god or goddess, um, and. There is, out of those sets, there's only two pieces that are not, um, that are referenced to the GNT that are not in those sets, and that is the Sanction 6 helmet for the Hunter and then a Harbinger rocket launcher. Um, and a big shout out to Unisys. He's he's putting together miniature um, mind maps, which is basically a, a visual representation of all the connections between all these pieces that we talk about in the chat. And so that's what I'm actually... I'm using really quick to jump around here. Um, Instanu, Kali, and Durga are the variations of these armors, and Instanu is actually a Hittite uh, religion. Or, well, let me back this up. In the Hittite religion, Instanu was a god of judgment and the sun, and he was depicted as being a winged sun, or as bearing a winged sun on his crown or headdress and then a crooked staff. And then the Kali, which is a pretty most people. Ooh, she's probably, pretty. She's yeah. pretty evil. Most or, people or re- mean. recognize Kali. 
um, is the is also known as Kalika. Is I'm, I'm sure I mispronounced that. I apologize. Is the Hindu goddess associated with empowerment, and then she's also an aspect of the goddess Durga, and it means black one or force of time. And therefore, she's also called the goddess of time, change, power, creation, preservation, and the most common one that most people associate with her, destruction. And she usually appears as a destroyer. And then Durga is... Let me just hear Durga is the principal form of the goddess, and she's also known as Devi and Shakti. And that... And she... uh, This is a really, really weird one. Um... Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, no, this is a, this is a, yeah, okay. Durga is the root cause of creation, whoa. preservation, and annihilation. So, no, you just skipped over something that just hit me like a truck. Oh sure no, did. he didn't. I think he did that on purpose, Justin. Oh, Don't freak out. Okay, go. I'm pretty sure he did that. Yet, yeah, calm down. <laughs> You'll get your turn. So, okay. Pretty and sure then, that was on purpose. I'm sure it was. I'm just going to pretend like I know what you're talking about because I was <laughs> I was reading three different places. Okay, anyways, really quick. Then the, the, yeah, no, I, I know. I, I Oh, yeah, God, go away. <laughs> shoo, shoo. The Neurogast 1.0 and then the Neurogast uh, 2.1 are both arm armor arm armor for hunters and it says though compatible with organic humanoids neurogast armor was optimized for prosthetic or exo limbs and then yes the final one i did not skip over it the titan class item is the deep stone crypt and this says is a badge illustrating the infamous subroutine which seeded the first exo consciousnesses it does more than that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yes, it, <laughs> it does. But and the cool, the cool thing about this badge for me is, you know, I can't go an episode without pointing out the dark tower connection here. Is there's a dark black tower on the badge, um, and then there also is. the description of the Deepstone Crypt that we get later is very reminiscent I mean, of. I have it's. Do you really want me? Do you want me to start going down the Dark Tower connection? Uh, if you do that, get, then we're going to be stuck on Deepstone Crypt for the rest of the show. I mean, <laughs> well, we'll, let's we'll be honest the, here. When we do the card, we can do. Blue, it. Okay, I'm getting enough, those fair books. Enough. Fair enough. So pretty soon we'll both be nerding uh, out in that. Quick, uh, quick, quick note on Durga. She's known as the form and the formless. That's yes. what. That's what grabbed me. Oh, okay. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Like a formless one, maybe. <laughs> but she's oh, simultaneously, it's actually really uh, interesting. She's simultaneously preservation and annihilation. Well, and, you know, Kali is also mm. the same. Kali is therefore the goddess of time, change, creation, preservation, and destruction. I mean, it's. it's yeah. So, well, I to be the goddess of both, you know, yeah. wouldn't that mean that she would have to keep a balance? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, yes. you know, in order for one like to exist, the other has to. Yeah. Kind of like what? Nothing. Continue. <laughs> well, let's go. Let's go to the weapons. Yay. Oh. Did so we already quick. do that? Nope. No. Nope. So, okay. Real quick. We have the, do you guys have those pulled up or do you want me to keep going? I've got I see the you're one on one. the wizard. So you get that. I'll okay. let Justin get that one and I'll take Tomaris. Unless, uh, 
our guest wants to take Tomers by the time you two are done, then she can. I, do, I don't care. I have them all pulled up, so you so can give me whatever. Oh, why, don't, why, doesn't, why don't we have Mel read them off then? Start do you with. want to read all the guns? Yes, read all the guns. All the guns, Mel. Oh, oh, oh. okay. <laughs> all the <of it> guns. <laughs> well, all right. So we have um, uh, uh, 77 Wizard, which is a special weapon. Uh, is that a plasma? Uh, fusion. Fusion, right. fusion? Okay. fusion rifle. Okay. Um, the Exocall Gaunt is a gunsmith famous for his wizards. So I have to ask, what does he mean for his wizards? Um, the best, the best theory that we can come up with is that he his guns were called wizards. Like they, yeah. he actually made models of these guns, and he named them the wizard. And so, yeah. you know, going off that idea, you know, maybe they're you know, one wizard, two wizard, three wizard, you know, red wizard, blue wizard, you know, that, that whole thing. It's like WD-40. <laughs> you know, WD-40 stands for water displacement 40th attempt. Yeah, 40th attempt, yeah. So, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, see, we all learned something. <laughs> Not to derail Mel, and she was doing so good, and I just came in like a wrecking ball. <laughs> well, you can take over. Do you, do you want no. to take over? <laughs> no, I don't. All right, all right. I mean, you come in like a wrecking ball, so I just want to make sure, you know. All right, so the next item is one slash one Sineteth. Is that how you pronounce that? Sin, yeah, sin? That okay. All right. Um, and it's a primary weapon. It looks like a scout. I don't know. It gives me a really small picture. I'm not familiar with this weapon enough to know it. Um, I knew, and it says, quote, I knew an exo who could taste velocity. He said his favorite flavor was one kilometer per second. I love that, I love that so much. <laughs> I'm, about, <laughs> so I'm like about 80% like sure that that is a scout. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it I looks like, like a scout. Him, I want to call that exo Barry Allen. And he wears a red suit. Yeah. What? No, to carry on. Carry on. <laughs> okay. The next weapon is Tomiris-E2, which is a special weapon, and it looks like a sniper rifle. Yep. And it says, quote, if my rifle gets any smarter, I'm afraid I'll fall for her. And that's Anarea-3, who is an exo-hunter. Yes. And that's actually the only record that we have of Anahara 3. <clears throat> so, she she really liked her sniper rifle. I don't blame her. Sniper rifles are nice, man. Yeah, why don't I have that one? Blue? What's going on? Because it is a blue, probably. Still. So you just had it and overlooked it. <laughs> no. Well, and then, and then in fairness, Gaunt is the only reference that we know about Gaunt is from the 77 Wizard. So this well, is a fair question. Maybe we'll question. see more wizards. This mm-hmm. is a fair question. So Gaunt is a legendary gunsmith? Correct. Would we say previous tower gunsmith or different tower gunsmith? That's assuming that he's in a tower. Well, he might be, he might well, be a he's not smith. in the tower now. Well, no, 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 no. Well, he, um, he might have worked be, in a forge, could be in a is what you're smith. saying. Yeah, it's, and it's another thing I want to point out that's interesting about Gaunt he doesn't have a number after his name. Yeah, I was just going to say that too. Every single other Exo has a number after name, even Cade. 
but Gaunt is just Gaunt. Well, even Lakshmi Bitch. has a number after. So, yeah, you know Lakshmi too. You know, we, yeah, well, so. oddly enough, she's Lakshmi too. <laughs> oh, that was unintentional. Uh, she's Lakshmi as well. I think is what you meant to say. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it, never mind. I'm not going to try to explain it. It's, it's, let's let it die. Let's All move right. on. <clears throat> so then we'll move on. We'll just move on. Moving on. Yes. We're going to move on Moving to an on. amazing little tidbit that got dropped with the Taken King. And you, most people will only recognize this if they bought the legendary, the collector's, not the collector's edition is what they're calling it, this, this iteration. But you actually got a physical copy of this with the collector's edition. Thankfully, Destinypedia and other sites have gone ahead and transcribed this. So those of us who, you know, yeah. weren't among the elite can still read or- it. Or let's just say this: reading cursive is a B. Oh God, um. yeah. <laughs> Go to Destinypedia. They actually transcribed it into plain text because if they scanned the copy, it's it's cool. Like you can see all the sketches, but yes, reading the PDF scans is it's it can get a little annoying at times. When when Destinypedia finally went ahead and transcribed it, I actually found a lot of things that you know I missed. Right, reading right. the scans. So, so, I mean, I'm happy they did this. And and the the really cool thing about this is, so, I mean, it, other than the fact that it reveals quite a bit of information about not only Cade, but also the Exos, the Ahamkara, the Ishtar Collective, and a number of other aspects of the game, the, uh, the cover is the Insula Theosoria, which is Latin for Treasure Island. And so this, this is actually... It's supposed to be a copy of the story of Treasure Island, and that's why everyone calls it the Treasure Island book, is because that's what it actually is. And there's a note. I want to say there's actually. Let me pull, let me pull this up. There is actually a note in the actual book in the in the physical copy, and it says inside the book there is a separate page, a letter to the reader, and it reads as follow: Here you are, and what you're holding in your hands, this book, that's mine. And it's precious to me. Don't sweat it. I'm not upset. In fact, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I wanted you to find this book, whoever you are. I figure you must be clever, discreet, good at finding things other folks miss. You're a collector, the intel and acquisition sort. And if you're acquiring said intel from the speaker's personal library, well, then I figure you must fancy yourself the adventurous risk-taking type. I understand. You, I appreciate a gamble as much as the next. Gets me in trouble from time to time. But seeing as we're kindred spirits, I'm willing to bring you in on some of the other secrets I keep. That is, assuming I've got the right guardian. Either way, you and I, we've got official business to attend to now. Bring me back my book, and let's get down to it. You know where to find me. Cade 6. So, he basically, I mean, basically he planted this, waiting for our guardian as it is in the story to find it, which then is the explanation of why he becomes kind of the train, the personal mentor for our guardian and the taken King. And it explain it explains why he is such an outspoken part of that, this latest addition to the game. Um, how do you guys want to break the, you want to, you want to read through the, the notes by hey, segment? Blue. Yes. You ever wonder what a uh, patrol beacon on the dreadnought looks like? <laughs> God. 
<laughs> you want um, to see what a transmat zone looks like? A I transmat think, zone. <laughs> I think in game they should have made us sneak past the speaker and steal. This oh book. my gosh, that would have been so. Not that fun. Yeah. I'm a big fan of sneaky games or sneaking in games, but yeah, I mean, I love that. What is that? It, um, Last rights. I want to say is the mission where we yeah. use the. Um, yeah, we go and Thrall take stank. the last piece of crow. That's where we find out that the ghost no. is capable of carving a perfect yeah. square. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know how much that bugs me? Do you know how much that bugs me? It's like a perfect cube. That so, wasn't the one I was thinking of, though. The one where no, we used no. to Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right, yeah. Um, I thought that was last rites. No, I think That's where right. you go to Crota's funeral, but it's not a funeral. It's a funeral. It's a funeral. No, it's, don't listen it's not- to Kate. Just shoot it. Well, well, you know how you mentioned that perfect square? That bothered me too. But now after reading that last grimoire where he's like, shoot me again, ghost with the lasers. So we Uh, know that ghosts have lasers. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) obviously. Again, so ghosts, as Pins has put in chat, ghosts are very the second cousin removed from Guilty Spark 343. That's what we just found out. There you go. Because Rasputin is obviously the cousin of Durandal, so... Uh, just move on. Okay. Just move on. So you want to you want to um, you want to parse this out by segment? That probably would be the easiest way. Like we'll do the first part. Um, oh floating God. in the black seems to be another part. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Basically, every paragraph will just. Okay. You ready? You ready? You ready? Yeah. Justin can do the first one. Um, do it. <laughs> Spend some time with an exo who's been through it like we have, and you'll see all the tales. We got issues. See the reboots. They don't wipe it all away. Not everything. And the new life plus the light, it does something real funny to what's left. Amplifies it. Scrambles it. Reshuffles the fragments like a dealer rifling through a deck of cards. Putting the hands we've already won and lost back into play. Most of us do what we can to our... Uh, what we can on our own to forget. Let the itch go unstretched. Me, I learned long ago, you got to play the hand you're dealt. So here's a little bit of what I remember. Strike that. Here's a little bit of what I know. It ain't all right, but I'll be damned if it ain't the truth. Oh, that just felt good. <laughs> Floating in the black. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Well played. <laughs> Very well played. Didn't even see that coming. I, I'm serious. So, it threw me off. Floating in the black. I've been listening to nothing but my heart knocking for over 12 hours. EMU's low on air. I promised myself this job is the last. Promised myself this time I mean it. I feel the hull vibration through the station's thin metal skin. The airlock pump hisses. The long wait's over. There's a picture of the Clovis Bray insignia on there. Time to go to work. I'll spare you the gory details. Afterwards, fuming, Clovis Bray (laughs) sends me a bill for the hull damage. My fault the target won't put a blast wall between us. My fault things went wrong and we had to let our rifles do the talking. I tear the packet open. Tattered pieces of the envelope drift to the floor. Picture of a spade. Surprise, it's not just a bill. There's a job offer tucked in. 
Seems old Bray's been looking for someone like me, willing to forgive my debt, and not just for the orbital station, but all of it. Suddenly, I ain't so mad no more. I'll be honest, I keep reading this as Mal Re- Reynolds from Firefly. Don't worry, you're not the only one. Okay, well, we're back on the Serenity already, so let's do this. I've- I've been forced to watch a couple episodes of his you latest show, actually, that he's still doing. That, show. that should be a voluntary exercise that everyone goes I'm through. I'm trying to remember what, not Firefly, of course, that's done and over with, but um, what's the one he's doing right now? Castle. Castle. Uh, Castle. Yeah, dude. Like, uh, that's the voice I hear every time I read voice. anything. K6. Justin. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't just let that go, Justin. Couldn't just let it go. Have you never seen Frozen? Just let it go. Don't hold it back anymore. You're done. You're done. done. I'm one with the wind and snow. Are we ready? (laughs) Okay. Um, Go ahead, Mel. Let's let Mel read the next. You want me to do the next little small segment then? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Jaren Ward. Sure. The last word pencil drawing, and then next to it says, Say the name Jaren Ward. Hunters need to get their words in edgewise. Uh, picture with the arachnid chest armor. No feast can be had in comfort. Not out in the frontiers. And then there's a stamp of the Treasure Island tree logo that's also on the book, I believe. And this is 11 points. So it was said. You are free to remove. Mm. And then I'd the say next... you keep going until rebooted. Yeah, yeah just go, go okay, until sure. rebooted. <clears throat> sure. Saturn. No, someplace else. Someplace colder. This moon has been almost completely converted. A sarcophagus of ice and iron. Stone towers wrung with glaciers, rooted deep within a heart of snow. I came here flesh and bone. Grave everything else to the ice, or gave everything else to the ice. Started over. Rebooted. Ooh. Ooh. Hello. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, where do we think this icy? This Europa. It's not Saturn. I'm thinking Europa too. I was wondering where you were going with that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Europa. Mo- most likely, it's Europa. You know who else um, likes Europa? Know, yeah, I was about to say we know that they like Europa. The nine, supposedly. <laughs> According to well, the I don't so, think it was the nine. Oh, what if Clovis Bray is part of that? Oh, no, don't don't start that. That's that's a bad, yeah. that's a bad place to go. So I had an interesting thing that I noticed that that Cade was remembering this part and then also in Ghost Fragment 2 with XO2 where they're like re, when she's recalling or he or she's recalling the different mm-hmm. fragments of the ghost. They say almost the exact same thing or at least not word for word, but they're also recalling of a place with talking about ice and corpses and full yeah. of corpses. Yep. So I thought it was really interesting and was wondering if like maybe there's some shared memories among the XOs oh. or. Oh, 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 or so fun with this conversation. I just wanted to, since we got to this part, I just wanted to bring it up. Almost like there's a there's a single repository for all their minds, and there's a place Mm. that they upload energy or intelligence to. Mm. Is this the cloud? Is that what that is? Yes, yes. (laughs) Okay, cool. Some people would call it a cloud. Others would call it a a very deep stone crypt. Aha. 
like a sarcophagus of ice and iron. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that, that is that funny. Was actually, it does, that was that was actually a, a theory that that fed into this theory that will be. Yeah, I had not uh, noticed that. There is the other card where they talk about the corpses and the ice, and they actually call this a sarcophagus of ice. Mm-hmm. That's a very good, very good catch. <clears throat> so the next, Do the next one, Blue. Yeah, the next paragraph is <laughs> the coast is different, beautiful and unbroken and timeless. It teems with new life. Every big brain in the system has their sights on the academy. We were there for the Ahamkara, parasitic reptilian critter, critters that appeared out of thin air. Inexplicable genome, new proteins, so much potential. And me? I'm there for her. Dr. Maya Sundaresh. She's poured into the research on the brink of another breakthrough, focused on devouring every new data point. Brilliant. Driven. Copy of Dr. Maya Sundaresh, Istar Collective ID card. Look at this guy. He's already stealing stuff. She's pretty. (laughs) I can see her so clearly. Dark hair split into smooth, shimmery strands fanning over her forehead. Gray irises blooming as she looks up from her work to see me standing there beside her, realigning. You want me to continue on that one? Yeah, keep going. Okay. Mm -hmm. Nope. She doesn't know me at all. Doesn't even recognize my face, even though I've been standing over her shoulder for months. I'm nothing more than a fixture, a required imposition, an unwanted necessity. I'm no egghead. Never was. Just like now, back then, I was on a need-to-know basis, and the only thing I need to know is that nothing and nobody gets through that door and past me without at least three layers of security clearance and a whole lot of muscle. Still, I think about saying something. Saying anything. In a second, my mind rifles through a trillion possibilities, but she's already turned back to her work. I shuffle my feet, straighten my back, and return to mine. Uh, all right. Sounds like okay. uh, he'd had so, a little crush going on. He was crushing pretty oh, hard, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we all know that there's a theory out there of uh, Miss Maya Sunderesh, Mrs. Maya Sunderesh, I'm uh, you, sorry. You watch that. You watch that, sir. That is a married <laughs> yeah. woman. Yeah, I, I apologize. Well, she might not have been married at the point in time of this card was uh, being read, you know. Uh, yeah. But, and we all know there's a certain theory about her mm-hmm. as well. So, she, yeah. um, so, so you want me to take up on bounties? Yeah. All right. Bounties up on the board. Hive target. Real mean SOB. You know the deal. These horrors live on for just about forever. Only, I don't count what they do as living. They lurk around in the shadows for centuries, hoarding knowledge and conjuring up thousands of ways to chew up light and life. Doesn't matter much. I've learned a few tricks myself. Fast forward a spell. I'm in the guts of it. Deep, dark cavern deep below the surface. Can't tell exactly where or when. EDZ, maybe. Doesn't matter. In any case, I'm right where I need to be. Tucked into a shadow, camo cloak humming to keep me well out of sight. Right place, right time. Bam! I dart out of cover, cloak flaring. Out from underneath, I lunge, lifting my hand cannon. It barks out orders, bays the room in firelight. The bullets are true. They always are. Three thrall turn to ash before they know what hit them. 
Now it's just me and the target. Big, bad bounty. I'm ready to collect. My blade gleams in the sick green terror of his eyes. Strike that. This is all wrong. Timeline's way off. Realigning. Which, I mean, it seems like he was telling the same story. It did to me anyway, and then he's like, oh, wait, 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 wait. I think I, think I mixed it up. Let's, let's try this again. And, um, but, no, yeah, it's pretty, pretty cool. Get to hear a little bit about Kate in action, so to speak. Um, my thoughts yeah, on and he's it. got a, a camo cloak. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, I always think well, of Kate as a gunslinger. I've always thought him as a blade dancer. Yeah, and I think there are references to to him as actually being a blade dancer, being affiliate. I think Shaq says some things, Mm -hmm. and he and he Um, also makes a couple. But it's also funny because he makes the comment about how do you think blade dancers got their invisibility? Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, you know he he claims the the. He took it from Rasputin. Yeah, he claims that he stole it from Rasputin. But yeah, that's the stealth drive from Raspy. Um, so this um, so actually jumps forward quite a bit. Right. Um, the Hive is on Luna. Yeah. Well, and we know from uh, Oceans of Storms 2 that they've been on there for... There's there's a kind of a sense from Ocean Storms 2 that the moon is not a natural moon to Earth. To me. At least that's how I read that. But we can and, we can go into that later. So I did have a question about this. So do you think at this point in time that he's already a guardian? That's what I was going to say, dude. Is it went from him kind of seeming like he's a bodyguard still during the uh, the golden age for the Ishtar Collective, and then it skips to the one that I just read. He says the bounty is up on the board, oh. and that it's a hive target. You know, good. I mean, it's a good catch. Yeah. Yeah, you know, bounties up on the board. It means, hey, this is what I'm doing. And that's one of the things Osiris got tired of. He's like, man, I'm so tired of bounties and strikes. And who, <laughs> What the hell am I going to get from a nightfall? A, a 280 ghost? I don't care about that. So what <laughs> What do we think an EDZ is? That's I was wondering that too, Justin. I can't figure it out, man. Um, Something darkness zone. Entering darkness zone. Maybe it could be entering darkness zone. Um, I, I, I was thinking something zone two, something related to the darkness as well. Um, I thought maybe you guys knew what it meant. So, <laughs> you'll, you'll oh, we know nothing. Yeah, we just pretend like we know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, all of, fun fact: every single one of our names is actually John Snow. <laughs> so oh. you know, that helps you, you know understand nothing? where we're at. I we know, know nothing. <laughs> no. It's- I like that, actually. Um, so I'll pick it up at There's No Bounty. There's no bounty, no hive. I'm out in plain sight. Sky is torn open, and there's nothing and nobody left in this ruined world but me and the boiling shadow all around. Whatever it is, it hits me before I can level my gun. Doesn't matter. Tendrils of pain crawl over my splayed fingers, my outstretched arms, my shoulders, my neck, my screaming mouth as it consumes. I'm being enveloped. Everything is wrong. Primordial. My systems go sideways. All but my sensors. It wants me to witness this. The world. Drawings of black creatures we haven't seen. Maybe the Taken or the darkness. You wake up and look into the cold spaces between circuitry. Galaxies. Begging for answers. None come. 
but other voices wait. At your center, safe and untouched, sits the original you. Just a little box, tucked at the back of a closet, filled with trinkets and odd notions kept for no obvious reason. You have no idea when you last spoke to this tangle, but that's what you do now, using a whisper and the lightest touch, being all sorts of cautious because you're afraid of frightening whatever wants to speak with you. And then it speaks, and instead of answers, it begins with the only questions that matters. Do you want to know what happens next? Realigning. Yeah, I'd say that one's a different one right there. Um, Quite interesting. It's it's one of the great, you know, it's a hell of a way to end it out. So, um, either Mel or Blue want to take it. Yeah, let's let Mel do it. Okay. Put the pressure on her. (laughs) (laughs) This one ain't mine. It's someone, something else entirely. But it's the most important memory I have. All this time, I've been busy stirring up the past. Never thought about what I really was after. Trinkets and odd notions kept for no reason. Uh, Do they even matter? Maybe it's time we let the past alone and climb down from our walls. There's got to be treasure that shines brighter than any we've been digging up from the bones of our lost world. Has uh, Has to be a better hand than the one we've already played. I say we get after it. See what's really waiting for us out in the darkness. Maybe even light, uh, sorry, <laughs> maybe even light it up some. Dance in the ash and the flames. The travel can follow suit if it feels the need to. Otherwise, it can watch over the city for a thousand years. But you and me, we've got far more important things to attend to. We're guardians. We got a new future to forge. Cade out. Mic drop. Yeah, and I always wonder with this one, it's like how much of that is actually the most important memory and how much of it is Cade because, I mean, you you have the references to gambling, like there has Mm -hmm. to be a better hand than the one we've already played. Um, And just a lot of it has to do with gambling, which we all know that's one of the big things about Cade is he gambles and loses a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's hinted toward that's part of the reason why he became an EXO. Um, also why he became the Vanguard for the Hunters, because he couldn't do the Vanguard challenge, which we still don't know exactly what that is, but well, he failed at that one too. Well, the Vanguard, <laughs> the Vanguard challenge was the uh, <clears throat> how he became... How he became the Vanguard. Became the Vanguard, yeah. Because That's what I was, was saying. He was made a bet, bet that he could do it. Right. It was the bet and between him and Andal who would die first. And so then Andal was killed That's by... That's right. Uh, Andal won. Uh, yeah, Andal, Andal won but <laughs> lost at the same time. Um, it's a win-win-lose-lose situation. Yeah, it was a... You know. It's win-lose-win. R.I.P. Andal. <laughs> um, well, that was so why... Just, the, oh, no, go for it, go for it. Oh, no, I was just going to say the... There's really that's kind of a chilling little bit of dialogue in there where it's talking about what sounds like the darkness just grabbing a hold of him, and mm-hmm. he says that his uh his sensors all go sideways or his systems all go sideways all but his sensors it wants me to witness this the world so it's like something grabbing and pinning him down and disabling everything but his eyes and his ears and yeah and 
and saying watch. Yeah. It, and do we know what these black creatures look like yet? I'm actually I want to search it, but I want to stay on the show notes. Yeah, we can. But I know it says that it says they're black creatures though, which the Taken are. They're kind of bright, you Except know. They're the blighted. <laughs> Except for the the shadow thrall, but I don't. Charcoal it doesn't thrall. sound the charcoal thrall. <laughs> oh, Lord, it, it could it also seem be... like that's what he's talking about, though. Go ahead, it, Mel. It could it could just be the darkness in general, like its actual manifest form. Um, the darkness is actually the one taking over, and maybe it's not necessarily this happened per se, like in real life, but more of a mental projection that the darkness put on him. And this is what he remembers. So the fact that he doesn't have any, like he's not able to move or anything since is a state of paralysis because his mind is the only thing that's experienced it. Hence is his senses are the only things that are going on at that moment. So the darkness is just kind of maybe just taking over the mental space and having him have this image in his head. I don't know. It does say there's boiling shadow all around, so that seems yeah. pretty legit. It seems like a blight ball. Yeah, could be a blight ball. I mean, that's, Stevie Wonder. Oh, don't don't even. It's not no, not a blind ball. The the oh, okay. blight balls, the summoning balls. <laughs> oh, oh, man, okay. Okay. getting in trouble so much. I like, I like blind ball oh, better. My actually. God. Now that we're there, freaking yell that sounds like an awful game you would play in PE. You know what? You just blind ball, (laughs) million dodge balls. Let's play some blind ball. When Um. when you're dealing with war priests, you don't have a lot of time to be fancy with the words. Yeah, I would consider those things that the war. That would be the closest thing in Destiny to a blind ball is those things that uh, the taking captains and that the war priests shoot Mm -hmm. at you. Those Those things suck, dude. Which makes you pass a lot. <laughs> Not if you have a really good a really good watcher who alerts you by saying Stevie Wonder's inbound. Then you all run. And you're good. <laughs> I usually go, oh 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 crap, you know. Oh crap. If you're look out, there's a thing I'm coming. Blind. <laughs> I'm blinded. Oh. I can't blinded. see. Okay, so we just made it through the Treasure Island. Hey! Great. Okay, so... so I drank Red Bull. Oh, good Lord. Do we want to (laughs) go into... Do we want to talk real quickly about the known Exos, or do we want to dive into... Yes, I would love to. Okay, go for it. Yeah, let's go for it. Uh, So I'll just highlight them. Uh, First, we have Anahara 3, which... Tonight is the first I've heard of her, so not super prominent. She was the one that was following, falling in love with her sniper, the Tomaris E2. Um, then, of course, everyone's favorite mentally challenged EXO, Banshee44. Um, he is the tower gunsmith who fought at Twilight Gap. He's a former soldier. Um, Ooh, Banshee. He has so many good quotes, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if Willie wants to pull up some good, some juicy. I have NPC some quotes. right now. What did you got? You mean, you, I you have guys, some. While you're pulling up the uh, quotes, I had a question for this. So since he was a soldier, does that mean that he was a guardian or just a soldier in general? Like, well, just does the thing? Especially since if you guys are one or kind of, you know, said that one exo card is a banshee card and he had a ghost, so maybe and we know Eris lost her ghost, so maybe he was a guardian at one point and then lost his ghost. And 
Okay, go for it. And let's be, uh, no, I was going to say, I just want to be real clear. Uh, we call that the Banshee face laser card, but that's just because the, uh, the EXO in that card seems a little challenged. And he also <laughs> says a direct quote that Banshee kind of says a really similar quote in game right. if you stand by him long enough. So we yeah. kind of make that assumption, but it's not like confirmed. Yeah, uh, no, that's, but you that's are correct. Entire. Yeah, you, you are correct. Uh, he wouldn't be the first Guardian to lose a ghost. Well, but that's assuming. Yeah, okay, absolutely. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. That's assuming that he lost his ghost because we know that they can materialize and unmaterialize. So, I mean, just because we haven't seen him with a ghost doesn't mean that he's lost his ghost, if, right. if he even has one. I mean, that's assuming that he has a ghost, that he even is a guardian. Because that's yeah. the other thing that a lot of people... So, we probably should have prefaced this the entire conversation. Exos are... Not all exos are guardians, right? There are exos right. who are not guardians. And that ties into the theory that I, I'm holding my tongue on. But... There, there are exos that do not have ghosts because they're just, they're just, just the same as humans and awoken. Don't all, they're not all humans and awoken are guardians. Not all exos are guardians. So to be an exo does not necessarily translate into I am a guardian. So it is entirely possible. First off, that Banshee is just a gunsmith. Like he's just a, a, a citizen. Just like um, I always blank on the, the fabric lady because I never go over there. Oh, Eva Levant. Uh, that one. Eva, Eva Levant. The depressing one that I don't go near. Eva Levant. Hey, hey. <laughs> during, no, 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 no. Her story is During the Festival sad. of Lost, she is way too cheery, okay? <laughs> She's kind of Especially creepy. for someone with a background like her. Yeah, it's it's a little a little off-putting. But, um, but, yeah, I mean, like, when you're when you're just walking, and Unisys just threw this up in chat, too. You know, when you're walking around, your ghost isn't... isn't presentable because actually if you remember that's part of the cabal's frustration is they don't know how to materialize the ghost to kill it because they're like God, they, just mm-hmm. keep, they keep regenerating and they keep coming back the dead, the persons, dead persons how do they do this <laughs> so i mean so just oh, now they're dancing yeah. and they're doing tricks on their speeders the light reconnaissance vehicles i love that card I know, I know Banshee. So Banshee is a known EXO, but we do not know for certain if he is a guardian or not. At least to my knowledge, I could be wrong. Um, someone could have a quote somewhere that says that he's a guardian, but I, I don't remember anything yeah. that mm-hmm. points to him being a guardian. Well, I mean, who fought at Twilight Gap? Wasn't it Guardians? No, not necessarily. Yeah, that's not exclusively. Though. It was a city defense. Oh, not that we I mean, know. I mean, there there were frames. Shacks Shacks had an army of frames that yeah. were. I mean, yeah, but it, he's uh, an EXO, not a frame. No, 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 no. I know, I know. But I'm what I'm saying is not everyone who fought in the wars of six fronts and a tie like gap. Now, if he was like, yeah, on the moon when we were at the great disaster, yeah, that would be okay. Yes, you're a guardian. Only guardians were at the great disaster. But Twilight Gap. Um, Six fronts. Those those two were both. I mean, they were on the city wall. So I'm assuming that you know, every it was all hands on deck type of situation. Especially six fronts. I mean, six fronts was. I I would imagine anybody who was able to lift anything was involved in that fight. Twilight Gap. I. He's a gunsmith. On top of that, so. Even if he wasn't a guardian, his skills are going to be needed on the front line. He's mm-hmm. going to be needing. He's going to need to be there 
to you know repair stuff. And actually, I think that's one of the quotes is he's like he was complaining about a gun not working at Twilight Gap. So that's what I was pointing out. There is he says had these with us at Twilight Gap. It went pretty badly, but not the gun's fault. And he says that after you purchase a weapon. He also says, uh, I'll remember you. Maybe. <laughs> I might remember. I get, I get the feeling that Banshee remembers people by the guns that they have. Like, he's he's that type of personality. He remembers well, he remembers a, a certain officer that way. Well, yeah. You know. And her eyes. What was, what was the name of that officer? Only I remember her in so little. How her rifle jammed, then gone. He didn't remember crap about this lady except for the fact that her rifle jammed. <laughs> He'd say, oh, that rifle jammed. It wasn't built right. That was about it. Well, that and he does have one here that says, uh, what was her name? Fierce eyes, full of light. The hell was it? So that could be most likely the same officer, which some assume is the stranger. I guess we don't want to go there. Do we want to go there? No, 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 I mean, lad, let's <laughs> So, and here's one one of my favorite real quick, one more. No, no, just, no, go for it, go for it. All right, all right, two more two more banshee quotes. Um this is the quote that makes people assume that that number after an exo's name okay. is the number of times they've wiped or went to the deep stone crypt. How many times has my system been wiped? 41, 42, 43. And, of course, we all know he's Banshee 44. But this is one of my favorites. He's like, of course I can. Forgotten about more guns than she's ever known. He's like, can I build that? Of course. I've forgotten more stuff than you've ever known in your life. I'm he's all about it. He's definitely a baby boomer generation. Don't tell me what to get. Get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. <laughs> Just, yeah. Shaking guns at people yeah, with the chair. It's plural, plural indeed. Both, both hands full of rifles. Get off! So, are oh, those man. teeth marks nasty? <laughs> That's one of his quotes, by the way. Nice marks on your armor. Never yeah. seen them before. Oh, what made them? You know, he's like, hey, I've never seen that kind of mark before. What made it? I want to know. So, and uh, oh, one last man. one. And then he talks. Okay, we've covered right, Cade kind of extensively. No, 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 no. Uh, give give Willie his, his favorite ever. Go. Oh, his favorite Banshee. I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to point out the fact that uh, Banshee calls out two different um, weapon foundries that we haven't gotten any weapons from yet, mm -hmm. that I'm aware of at least. Um, he is a client of the Dato Weapons Foundry, as well as he is a client of Where Did You Go? Why Did You Do That? Holy crap. Cassoid. Yeah. Yeah, Cassoid. Thank you. He's also uh um he's also one of the customers for the Cassoid foundry. And um for and it seems like he doesn't really think highly of either one of these yeah, <laughs> very right. much well, at all. And there's there's good reason for that. Yeah. Because they're all uh like exclusively white, green and blue weapons. Um, right, because touche. like a Cassoid is a like Nox Cantor. Have you ever gotten dismantled that one? It's a fusion rifle. That's a Cassoid weapon. You mean weapon parts? Yeah, weapon parts. The the weapon. Well, parts he does say. Um, uh, he does actually speak positively about Cassoid. He says, "Very right. good. Must like Cassoid know this is adequate. 
but don't let it get to their heads. So if you get um, a weapon that's got kind of a Latin-sounding name, it's going to be a, a Cassoid. But there is one. All right, I'll, I'll do one more. This is All it, right. I promise. Last one. Most important one that Banshee says is, we Exos have been around for a very long time. I want to know what's in there. Yeah, that just happened. And well, that does and that's, happen. And that's, again, like, yeah, that's the other point to the Banshee Banshee face laser. That's why I think that he's the Thantanaut, you know. Um, it really, I mean, come on, man. Unless, I mean, th- there is the possibility because Cade has a memory that's his most important but not his. So, I mean, that could be Banshee's most important, but uh, I still think it's Banshee in the Thantanaut card. So well, and, I'll, I'll stop doing no, no, no. There, it's, it's a good a it's a good point because well and we'll get we'll get into that one too. So next is and Justin, you already kind of made a comment on this one. Cade Cade six. Um, the you know we already covered him pretty in depth with Treasure Island. Uh, the important mm-hmm. thing about Cade is he's the Hunter Vanguard, <clears throat> and also he remembers going to Europa and being converted into an EXO, which is rather important because that indicates that not all EXOs are just machines. Um, they're actually at least some of them were formerly human. Um, and then there is Ariana 3, which most people will recognize that name. So um, awesome. <laughs> she is she is she has been killed in action. She is no longer with us. And she was a Praxic warlock and I be- I want to say that her subclass was Sunsinger. I want to that was what we were all kind of in agreement on. And her big claim to fame is she was she was she was killed dead in the first first attempt to assassinate Crota. And witches get stitches. <laughs> she... I can't believe you guys skipped right over the Cade quotes, but well, yeah, oh. poor Ariana, man. I, I think Ariana had something going on with Wei Ning, and that's why she was she so very bright, so hell bent, you know, on uh, trying to take Crota out. Yeah, she did have a special relationship with Waning. We don't know the nature of it, but we know that they were they were significant to one another. I feel the worst for Omar Aga, though. The way they describe his death is just so mm. so brutal, man. Just, it's just, like, even thinking of it, it just seems so painful. I'm like, oh, oh how did you? Oh, let's That's not fun. talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I wouldn't job. blame it all on Ariana. Oh no! I no, I blame I blame that all well. on Ariana. That I was gonna blame that on Ariana was the one that said, "Hey, Tolan, let's go do this no, thing," and no, he's like, "Yeah, okay, I mean, okay, okay, touche." Whoa, whoa, whoa! Omar was tortured <laughs> in the exact same way that Ariana tortured the the warlock or the wizard. Like it was deliberately a eye for an eye situation for Omar. Like, and the witches have more to give than we do, so it's not fair. That's something else I wanted, wanted to point out real quick. Omar just the other day I was standing by um I was standing by Eris and there's a quote not on Destinypedia that needs to be on there. She actually said a nursery rhyme of sorts to me. Um what? that's, that's not creepy at all. <laughs> oh my god. Oh Eris. <laughs> she tries so hard. <laughs> it was like a four liner and it creeped me the hell out. <laughs> Um, and, and she's like, an eye for an eye, you see. 
they took one and I took three. Oh, I'm like, where the oh, where the no. hell did that come from? Yeah, no, 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 no. That one's on. That one's on. Dust. There's just they separated it. They took. They separated. Oh, okay. It. There's there's it's, one that says they took one and I took three, and then there is one that I think it's well, I. Well, yeah, I think that is. Well, that that's she says all that together, which is creepy as hell. Did she I say? Was uh, like, did she say knickknack, paddywhack, give a thrall a bone? <laughs> <laughs> she might as well have, dude. She, you know, knickknack, paddywhack, give a thrall a bone. Well, she was whispering to the, her. She the, was whispering to this her. This old night is coming home. home. <laughs> she was whispering to her orb, and we all know what's in that, don't we, Justin? Air, skip yes. your orb off my map. Yes. That, yeah, well, it explains, it explains why Cade wants it off his map, if, if Justin's yes. correct. It is reprehensible. <laughs> Go ahead, Justin. <laughs> Fill us in on the details, brother. No, uh, she has obviously found some sort of uh, ascendant thrall dropping, and uh, <laughs> or for the more for the more cultured thrall scat. <laughs> hashtag thrall scat confirmed. That's where the green orb. That's where the green orb is. It's not fire. It's <laughs> I think I broke. See, I broke bife a couple weeks ago with that, and I think I broke. No. Bife wasn't the same when he already waited for that. I will never look at that orb the same way again. It, oh, okay. Oh, Just wash right. your hands, oh, kid. Wash Just your hands. Oh God. So the exo so, stranger. <laughs> Easily I'm pretty sure he does wipe his hands at the end there. He's like, oh, Ooh. Ooh. stanky. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> all right, get back on track on this one. The Exo Stranger. We covered that individual pretty detailed uh, in episode 17. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Full stop. Um, check out Rasputin 4, though. Um, there's really good banter between who we assume is Rasputin talking to the Exo Stranger. He repeatedly refers to her as Little Platform um, and does say, I know that you aren't one of mine, that, but you must have been once, or something that's paraphrased. And it's between that and there's a quote from Ikor where she says there was these machines um, mm. that from Clovis Bray that were taken over by Rasputin. And that's what makes me feel like the Exos at one point, because, I mean, we haven't even gone into the Clovis cards, but we are running short on time, so I'm just going to go into it. There is there is a card where Clovis talks about how he hates maps. And the reason he hates maps is because they come to an end. And, you know, he... There's, again, that quote at the end of, I want to say it's the first Exo Fragment, or the first Ghost Fragment Exo, where I think someone wants to live forever. A lot of the grimoire, when you get into it, leads to that very well could have been Clovis Bray. And then there is also that very fun theory that was brought up in the chat that Cade could very well be the Exo version of Clovis Bray II. From that specific card, um, I am about to ready to bring up that card just so everybody okay. knows what the hell well, I'm let's talking run through, about. Let's run through the rest of the known exos real quick. Blues um, like let's not. 
Well, no, we can. We can. Let's just run through the, the exos real fast. Yeah, let's do it. Because I have a couple theories that I want to dive into real fast, too. Yeah, we got to do it, dude. Um, so, Exo Stranger, like I said, refer back to episode 17 for a really, 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 really long conversation on that one. Gaunt, we already kind of covered with his wizards, which, you know, could be fusion rifles. It, it could be anything. Um, and then we have Lakshmi, too. She is the future war cult representative in the tower, and her past is completely unknown. We do know that she was present when the House of Devils burned London, but other than that, there's not much to know. She does She's like been her around secrets. for a lot of wars. Yes, she likes secrets, but she just kind of she just kind of showed up. She just boop. There she was. Yeah, as far as the tower goes, it's just like one day she was just there. It was like, okay, well, that's interesting. She's the exo version <laughs> of Zur, basically. And she yeah. loves secrets. Like, that's that's what she gets off on, dude. It, it, it's like, oh. You know, it, it really, that's, yeah. She's kind of creepy. <laughs> my, um, my I thought cat. it was also an interesting note that uh, she's also named after another Hindu goddess. And mm. I know we were talking earlier about other Hindu gods. So I thought that was kind of interesting that she's named the same one. And she was the goddess of wealth, fortune, and prosperity. So, yeah, which is actually seems counterintuitive here because mm-hmm. Lakshmi mm-hmm. is not so much. Yeah, and then and Lilavate. <laughs> oh, Real that? quick before we go into Lilavati, I do want to point out that uh, Lakshmi is one of the Destiny characters that kind of fuels the multiverse theories that we continuously mm-hmm. have. I'm in the right state of mind to get into this. Um, she has a quote that says a trillion timelines and all at war like a thousand red flowers growing in a black garden and she says that a lot like um, there's one time where she actually asks us what if there was a single timeline untouched by war would you have any idea how to live in it so that that seems to me kind of like that's her way of telling the guardian yeah I know you kind of think you want peace but Think about it. What exactly do you do here? Oh, you kill things. Okay, so you probably don't want to go there. You want to stay here where the war is at. Or one of the other trillion where war is at, for that matter. But um, she is a very interesting character when you really delve into all her quotes. and um, The other other thing... Well, and the other thing real quick on the Hindu connection with Lakshmi is that she was the wife of Lord Vishnu which was mm-hmm. the uh, supreme god. <laughs> he was pretty much the, the big the big the big guy. So she I mean she was a very very large part Lakshmi's with pay and confirmed. Oh good lord. But um <laughs> Yeah, that's like saying Lakshmi's with Osiris because, you know, there you go. But the other the other <sighs> thing is that um you know the comment about not not knowing what to do with yourself in peace. It reminds me a lot of what happened in Rome when the warriors were all done with their wars. They, Rome Rome got to a point where they were having to constantly go out and find wars to send soldiers to because they had professional soldiers that had no idea how to exist without war. Like they literally would tear the city apart if they came back home from a war. So they just had to keep going and f- fighting more wars 
to keep like the conquistadors from Spain, they were the same way. When you have a culture that has those those professional soldiers, you can't have a time of peace because those soldiers they're they're bred and trained, and they think only one form of interaction, and that is violence. And so that's what that makes me think of is the the it's it's actually a historically accurate concept is the fact that soldiers and professional soldiers and people who have known war for just war they they really find it very difficult to be peaceful you have ptsd dude mm-hmm. well and it's not you even know. PT- i mean i guess it's a form of ptsd but it's it's more of a just a constant need to be in that state yeah that that's what they know is time to fight so i mean if that's all they know then Right, you can't really convince them to do. Can't teach an old dog new tricks, so right. to speak. Um. So, and then okay. there's little Vati twelve, and we know that she was a Titan from the Garuda armor. And oh, we was, assume so. Well, because yeah. we've had that chat about. That's okay, true. just because the yeah, I heard you guys doing that during the division stream. Which, if nobody's checked that out, Bife, Justin, and Blue just killed me when I watched it. I, was, I just so happened to go on the Focus Fire Twitch, and I saw this stream. I was like, oh, Blue did try the Division. I told Let me you check this I out. would. And, a- and I did it. I heard you complaining about me telling you to play <laughs> one of the most awesome games coming out this year. I heard it. And, uh, I mean, these, these guys were hilarious during the end stream. There was no um, sleep. There was there was no sleep. Oh um, my god, it, that made it all that much better, though, dude. So like little I was Va- dying. <laughs> my wife was dying. Little Vati like. Twelve is the theory from the armor is that she was a prominent mem- member of the Sunbreaker subclass, and that the comments on the armor are were directed towards Zavala. Um, this was this is debatable though because the Sunbreaker some- order. Oh, that's a good catch. Good catch. Okay, so yeah. Yes, sir. So, very good. So, um, again, I'm we a talked Titan. About, yeah, we talked about this. <laughs> a little bit. There is a DBS difference between confirmed. Sunbreaker Order and Sunbreaker Subclass that we kind of we ascribe to. So, if that's the case, then that would actually make a lot of sense. So, because th- the debate is that some of the quotes seem to indicate that she is speaking to another Sunbreaker, but if you're talking about a Sunbreaker order, yep, that makes sense. Um, yes, sir. So, and then obviously the biggest EXO that a lot of people recognize after Cade is Saint Fourteen, and he is missing in action. We don't know what has happened with this Titan. We believe that he is a defender because of his awesome mohawk helmet and his oh, last, i love that helmet and his last i made that year one dude oh i still made it his last known <laughs> whereabouts were that he was en route to mercury to address issues with osiris and there is a lot more detail on him that we talk about back in episode three so yeah we need to redo that too because there's so much on saint i love saint 14 saint 14 I mean, he is the one who uh, showed our Lord and Savior paying the way. So, I mean, oh God, that if, was... if he did not save paying, then there wouldn't be no destiny, period. So, I mean, thank God for St. 14, in my opinion. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. No, 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 no. Okay. 
So that's that's you know all the information with a lot of commentary thrown in on top of it. So ideas. <clears throat> so we're going to break into kind of a more really quick approach to what we got from the chat, um, which we've like I said we've already kind of been spraying throughout here. So the ideas from the chat we kind of already talked about. What is an exo? Is it a machine or is it a cyborg? Is it you know for it's a completely mechanical with an AI or a ghost in the machine type idea going on or is it a cyborg? And if it is a cyborg, what parts are not mechanical? Um, we do know we we know from Cade that you can get exos drunk. Um. But at the same time, we have multiple quotes. We have multiple quotes where it's talking about ceramic guts. Um, you have uh, coolant instead of blood. Um, I would go as far as to assume that the brain is probably a, what's called a positronic brain, which was it's an old sci-fi idea that was created by Asimov. To well, that was AI. one of the quotes too. Is it's whether you use a supercomputer, right, 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 or you know, mm-hmm. so. I mean, that shows that they actually, maybe they're not organic parts-wise. Which? But as as far as personality goes, man, I mean, they're organic. Look at Cade. Right. No, no, no. And I'm by no means disagreeing with that. But it makes me curious, though, is because we know that, so like, in, in reference to being taken, could an XO be taken? And I think this is a conversation that we kind of threw around in chat too, is because remember that in a, a taken, it has to latch on to a biological anchor. So mm-hmm. is an XO capable of being taken if it's an Android? Well, I mean, they don't even take uh, humans or, uh, well, and I mean, for that matter. Yes, yeah, they don't, which they, but they theoretically, they could take awoken or human, but I don't, I don't know if they could take an XO. Is the prerequisite uh, for being taken, being biological, or having free will? And that's that's the other question. I was gonna, that was my next. That was gonna I be always my next question. Thought it was that you had to be biological because you don't see taking like shanks or anything like that. Right. that so you don't see any oh, robotic things and, that and are taken. And you also don't have well. harpies. Yep, that's <laughs> the common. And yeah. that was why uh, that's well. why Oryx is so afraid of Rasputin. Is he can't use that trump card against the war mind. He can't take Rasputin. Because that was oh. like the very first mission on Phobos was Ghost Ghost right. was the one that uh it was like one of the first quotes when you experienced the take and he was like, Oh, it needs I can't remember the exact quote, but it was basically, Oh, it needs the uh it's basically a biological anchor to hook on to. So I see. So they're almost the perfect weapon against orcs. Yeah, they're. I mean, which which kind of makes another point to them being a mini war mine, but not by intention. I would suppose. I would say. Mm-hmm. And I I do want to point out, Blue, something you put in the show notes. Mm-hmm. They can get drunk. Yes. Because that is brought up in the Deep Stone Crypt uh, Grimoire card as yes. well. That you know, if you get them drunk enough, they will explore what they experience in the deep stone crypt a little more in detail not all of it of course but they will get a little bit more in detail i'm sure we'll end up getting into that even though we're supposed to have five minutes left 
It's not that big a surprise that they can get drunk because all being drunk really is or being buzzed is just having impaired firing between your synapses. I mean, you're just impaired a little bit. I mean, my computer's well, impaired right now. Um, <laughs> it's, so it's they're drunk not, on data? Yeah. Well, all, all you really have to data. do is impair them is, I guess, what the – so if they've got some sort of all right, I can concoction see that. that does that. There has to be because, I mean, Cade talks about it happening at a, a bar, I believe. I mean, we'll, we'll end up reading the card later, but it is something good to note. Um, and then, Blue, I saw next you had the fact of how do exos heal? Yes, this was actually a really f- interesting con- conversation. Um, and this was why one of those one of the things that, going back to not all exos are guardians, um, there, there was a there's a comment somewhere, and I cannot for the life of me remember, but basically the exo or it's I think it's the primary exo card, but it basically says you know they're so their inner workings are so complex that no one remembers how to to re- repair them or fix them except for ghosts. Ghosts knows how ghosts know how to fix them, and guardians you know guardians don't have to worry about this because we can just rematerialize into whatever state of being the ghost wants us to. But non-Guardians, this is probably an issue. And this was kind of an interesting little conversation we had. And I don't, know, I don't remember us ever actually getting to a solution because the question was, you know, uh, I guess before we had ghosts was during the Golden Age. So, and we knew how to create Exos at that point because that's when we created them. So, but it was, just a, it was an interesting question that I remember standing out and being like, that's a really good point. Um, I was looking for a quote on it, the the quote that we're talking about, because I know we went over it, honestly, when we went through the grimoire. But I did want to point out on the uh, Ghost Fragment 3 that that Exo says that they are a soldier and that according to their scars, they fought and fought. So, I mean, it's not like they can 100% um, repair themselves. Or however they get repaired, that obviously it can't happen 100%. They do end up getting scarred, just like a human being does. Which, personally, to me, pretty interesting stuff. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, and I know we kind of threw the idea of maybe nanotechnology or something like that working in there. Why not just space magic? Okay. Well, and yes, space you know, magic again. Post post collapse <laughs> when the guardians are around, then yeah. But I mean, like, I can see a war or a war mind or a. Uh, I mean, if you're if yeah, you're right. If it's a war machine, then equipping them with nanotechnology to allow for self repair while in the field would. And this was during the golden age, so there wasn't really space magic necessarily. I could see that being the, the case. Or just repair Ancilla like frames or something that would kind of like hover about and right. just attend to the wounded. Oh, those stupid watchers. I hate those things. <laughs> so are we all kind of in the agreement that the Exos are a uh, kind of an extension of Rasputin? I am not. Or, or began that began that way, maybe? I am not. No, I'm not going to say that, so. but I will say that I, I do believe that Rasputin definitely controlled them at some point. You I know, agree. possibly I, yes. 
toward the collapse, you know, like I could, uh, he I said. All right. Nope, go for it. Go for it. I'm, I'm, just to finish the thought, it's just as simple as, all right, Clovis, I know you wanted these to live forever, but um, crap is going down, so I need these for war machines. And mm. that could probably be a good amount of, you know, what happened with the Exos. And that, that one quote, by the way, before I stop talking, it doesn't matter if the system thinks with a flesh or a superconductor or topological brakes doped in or, yeah, topological braids and doped metallic hydrogen as long as the logic is the same. So um, that was what we were talking about earlier, that they're saying it doesn't matter if you're flesh, if you're using a superconductor, using metallic hydrogen, you know, it's it's all the same as long as you're on the same wavelength. Um, back to your regularly scheduled program. No, uh, <laughs> I love that, how man. everyone's like, no, I disagree, Justin, and Skype says, me too. You're done. Do <laughs> 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 not. I always felt like the X was more of a, um, not an artificial intelligence. Like, I almost felt like they were actual human consciousness put into a metallic frame for whatever purpose. Right. And where I feel like more Rasputin is more like of an artificial intelligence because he's so calculating. Like, he doesn't, it seems like he doesn't have that that human aspect. He doesn't have this shame like the exes we're talking about. To him, it's mm. just like point A, point B, point C to get point, you know, to get this objective done. Yeah. So. Yes. And I, the, re- the whole reason for my question there is because of the Rasputin 4 card where he says, uh, I know you're not one of mine, but you were at once, at one point, to the exo-stranger. Right. It's just a, an I, interesting... I love in that card, by the way, how he wants her to teach him like how to, yeah. how to do what she does. He's yeah. like, hey, you, little well, frame. And the, and the thing is... I want to do that. Right. <laughs> and, I, and I think I that... Oh, no, go, 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 go. Oh, oh. Um, I, I don't remember if this was something that was put out as like a possibility that one of the things that Destiny was supposed to be or if this was something that was actually true. And I don't remember where I heard it, but I heard that it's possible that um, a couple of the exoskeletons weren't before they actually had their, their brain that they have now or their consciousness they have now were possibly bodies for Rasputin. Yes. And I always kind of thought that maybe the exo stranger was one of those bodies and hence why he said that to her mm-hmm. you know saying like oh you know now you have your own consciousness but at one time my 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 mind was in your skeleton and that's how yeah. you so i don't know well, well, I, well mel I have, have really, you listen yeah go uh, ahead justin oh no i i just have a really fun spin for theory about the whole thing and it is that uh when they first made the exos they needed something really massive to oversee their movements because they weren't self-aware and they weren't sentient yet I'm I'm thinking when they're made, um, so they put them in the under the control of Rasputin, and him being as calculating as he is, uh, decided that if they were self-aware and had decision-making capabilities, they would be more effective as a fighting unit. So he wrote the subroutine, the Deep Stone Crypt, that seeded their sentience, and that I think is where where the whole are you one of mine um, kind of line of questioning comes from. Now that's complete and utter theory and conjecture. Well, 
Go. What I was going to point out is with the theory that Mel was just talking about, once again, we're going to delve into something that makes uh, quite a few people, I'm not going to say any names, head desk. But, um, pens. No, not pens. I'm, I'm not actually not talking about pens, but I'm oh. sure some other people are about <laughs> to bang their heads on a desk right now when I talk about this. In the original story for Destiny, oh, you, you had a mission. <laughs> yeah, the one that they scrapped shortly before the game Supposedly. came out and they started from scratch. Suppose purportedly by very many sources, there was a mission where you would go to the Dreadnought to save an Exo version of Rasputin. So there's well, that. And that's, I mean, no, and that's the image that everyone has of the bloody Exo. Yes, the bloody Exo is supposed to be Rasputin. Yes, exactly. So I mean, there is that, and I mean. The thing I'm going to point out here once again, yes, they definitely changed the story from whatever that is that was purported by the media as the original story of Destiny to the Destiny we know and love today. Well, no one are addicted to, very much so. I love Damn it. you, Destiny. <laughs> it's taken my but life. It has, really. I mean, I've logged, <laughs> I've, I've logged in over, like, I, I don't remember. I was at, like, 1,400-something hours. Holy but, crap. Is that all? Yeah. Yeah, that's it for me, Justin. I'm sure you got me beat, dude. Um, 1,500. <laughs> 15. You're at 15. You only got me by 100. I'll catch up to you in a week. Don't ask me. Don't ask me how that's possible. Don't ask me. So, exos. Because I'm going to kill all of you if I don't get to say my theories. Oh, Please man. let Blue oh. go. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here we go. All right, Blue. Continue, sir. All right. So the question of what an exo is, you also have to separate them out by combat frames versus frames, right? So we know we have sweeper bot which is obviously an AI of types. So there's obviously a hierarchy of AIs within the game. Um, you have you know, your sweeper bot, which is a very basic AI. Then you have like your postmaster and your bounty, bounty board um, bots, which are a little bit higher. And then you have what are called the combat frames, which is like the archites from uh, Shaxx. And which was a personal project of Shax, who took an army of those combat frames and reprogrammed them. And then you have Exos, and Exos are obviously the highest of them. Now, there's a number of theories that there are different types of Exos as well. There are the Exos that were maybe organically seeded, like Cade was from a human. And then there was there's an idea that there are maybe purely AI Exos. Now, this feeds into another theory that I'm going to get to. But first off, there there also is a good point to also look at what the Exos were designed with for for the idea of behind them. And there is a quote, and we're t the, the reason I'm bringing this up is in chat. We're actually talking about this right now. But there is a quote from a 2013 Game Developers Conference from uh, Joseph Staten and Christopher, Bart Christopher Bar Barrett. God, man, I'm going to butcher all these names. Um, exos were designed with the idea to be quote sinister powerful and tireless end quote and they were based on the concepts of master chief the terminator and the undead so the they were they were intended to be immortal not necessarily in like invincible but immortal which goes back to the comment from willie and you know us talking about the bray situation where he is trying to achieve um 
human immortality. Now, the other thing is obviously the number. And this is this is another important aspect that was brought up in chat. What does that number mean? You know, is it the number of wipes, which we've talked about from the Banshee quote? There's a Saladin quote that says, I don't care if you're an exo staring at that number and wondering where you've come from. There's a lot of pointers to that being the number of wipes. The number one question that I have in response to that is, who puts the number on there? If the exo wipes, who puts the number? The exo is it is it just a number that gets automatically appended to it, and if that's the case, you know what? How does other people? How do other people know that that exo is Lakshmi two instead of Lakshmi three? You know that's. My- I, I wish Bella was in here right now because remember how she uh, brought up in chat a while back that she thinks the wipes are forced, and yes. that's another thing that we don't know as well. Right? Is right. you know is this something that their system does automatically when they it, it feels like it's getting too full, and or and, is this something that someone else forces upon them? Right. You know, the argument and the argument that you would have an internal subroutine, which is exactly what it's called, is a deep stone subroutine that seeds the consciousness. Now you would also maybe have a subroutine that activates when your memory banks reach a certain level and they need to be cleared to maintain, you know, data integrity or just what most biological creatures would call sanity. Um, which, you know, as we can see on some exos names won't be pointed out that might be off a bit. So, the other theory of the number meaning. Now, this is the one that I'm actually kind of becoming a fan of, and I'm going to get yelled at from Willie and Justin probably for it. But it's not actually the number of wipes, but the model number of the individual XO. Um, this is an idea that was originally kind of presented on Reddit, and we. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to read these because this is this is just amazing, amazing presentation. So it's a it's a broken out. Um, This is from a user, Taylor B, was the first one that I saw on here, and he said, the number appended to name isn't the number of wipes, but rather the model number. You know, if you're, in his quote is, if you're like me, you're probably now asking, why haven't more Cades or Banshees become Guardians then? Well, I have a sort of multiple man theory about that. In a series Marvel Comets put out a some time ago called Madrox, the mutant multiple man had made a bunch of copies of himself to go out into the world and learn everything they could. When he absorbed the copies back, he gained their knowledge and experiences. Now, these copies have been out for a very long time. While they had all started out as a copy of the original, they had also developed their own more singular personalities as time went on. Some didn't want to be absorbed even. This is how I think the choice of ghosts have when it comes to Exos. Sure, Cade units were all great warriors, but my guess is only Cade 6 was full of light. And that's the end of that quote. Now, that leads us into this understanding that the Deepstone Crypt isn't a rewrite, or rewrite, but actually it's an uploading process. Because the other important thing to remember is that these are all war machines. And one of the biggest important aspects of war is intelligence gathering. And so... If you look at that, then why would you erase all the data that these war machines are collecting throughout their lives? You, I mean, you, you wouldn't. You would want to collect that. I mean, we have the GNU armor whose sole purpose is to collect data on not only the armor, but what the Guardian does when wearing it. And Taylor, Taylor actually goes on to say, dreaming is something that's incredibly indicative of life as we define it. It's what the brain does during the part of the sleep cycle that transfers information from short-term memory into long-term memory. So the fact that an exo is doing this tells me what the human functionality of their brain does when they're doing the same thing. Why would a robot need to do that, though? 
I could see that there being an information that a CPU might discard, but it would seem beneficial for a warbot to be able to remember everything, at least when it's on deployment. This bugged me a lot, and then I asked myself, what if the exos are dreaming while they upload information to that external subroutine, the Deepstone Crypt? This is where I'm going to get totally spinfoily. My theory is, is that the Deepstone Crypt is where the original human bodies and central units of exos are located. I believe the dream they have of fighting everyone they've ever met to the tower is the byproduct of this upload, coupled with the logarithms of human consciousness. If exos were just machines, they wouldn't need to dream. Beyond that, I think there's also a part of the deep, dark secret of the crypt. My bet is, is that in order for exos to work properly, or in order for them to be produced as needed, the human cast they're molded from had to be in a stasis, or probably worse. My guess is the real Cade, Ariana, and Banshee died a long time ago when their bodies were just left there after the collapse. Now, the now that's just a ton of information, and this was actually a topic that we did have go on in chat. Um, Justin, I think you were the one that presented the concept of memory engrams uh, from the psychology article talking about the transfer of short-term memory to long-term memory. Is that, was that in this yes. chat or was that just in general? Oh I can't my remember. goodness. Um, that was in the Jaron Ward dragged in your, they were talking about memories is where that came up. I can't remember how they came up, but basically the way your it brain. Was, oh yeah. That was the spin foil theory of the psychology the, of the manifestation of light. Exactly. Uh, but the way your brain puts together memories is it's it fires synapses in a certain order and it kind of builds a little circuit and it recreates this particular circuit many, many times. And then that's how you build a memory and it'll actually store it in multiple places. Um, it like it'll store the memory of a smell of an event in your the sensory center in your brain that's for smell the sound of the same event, you'll have a similar um, circuit in the sensory center for auditory. Um, but what's funny is these little, I, and you might, I might get just killed by the science community for calling them circuits, but um, they're called engrams, which I thought it just blew my mind. Like they're actually called engrams. Um, but I could see how that would be easily enough reproduced in a artificial intelligence right you would just need a multitude of circuit paths oh yeah and it gets even better so so that that alone was enough of a mind bomb for me to be starting to start like completely rethinking how i viewed the deep stone crypt then <laughs> mayonnaise or may who is actually in our chat Mayo. and is amazing at this um goes on and actually carries this on further and what they say is, you know, they say Taylor B makes a really interesting point. And to be honest, I think I'll adopt it as my own favorite as of for now. For this, though, I'd like to focus on the information ghost fragments provide on Exos. According to Destinypedia, the theory that Cade 6 used to be a human soldier who was then turned into an Exo by Clovis Bray to repay a debt is made canon by Cade's Treasure Island book. This would indicate that Clovis Bray was, in fact, the first person to create an EXO while founding his company, Clovis Bray, of the same name. The Clovis Bray company was based on Mars and owned the Dust Palace. But then, where does the Deepstone Crypt come from? Ghost Fragment Legends described it to be a tower set in a fertile land. Even during the Golden Age, Mars was a desert. 
it's possible that maybe Clovis Bray had some sort of branch on Venus or maybe Mercury since Mercury was described as a garden world. After all, Cade 6 went to desolate Europa, a moon made of ice, which, mind you, is a far cry from a fertile land, too. If the Exos were quote-unquote born in Deepstone Crypt, and mind you, after reviewing the Grimoire card, it doesn't mention Exos by name, it only mentions that the narrator was made for killing and that he suffers from a number of resets, which does hint at Exos, then evidently Cade 6 isn't one of them. The, quote, first exoconsciousness, end quote, originated in Venus slash Mercury and not Europa, right? Maybe Deepstone Crypt, DSC from now on, doesn't actually exist. Maybe it's just some sort of virtual world constructed to provide visual stimuli to the exos that are uploading the memories to the DSC, piggybacking from Taylor B's theory here. I prefer to think that maybe there are two types of exos. The first ones, like Cade 6, were humans turned into exos. It explains why they have boobs on female exos to make the transition easier and smoother, which was, a, in, as a side, that was a huge discussion on Reddit. We're not going to get into that. Um, so going back to the quote, Cade 6 story confirmed that this is a thing that happened. Ghost Fragment Exo also ends with now. This is what I believe happened back in the time before any Exo can remember. It explains everything. I think someone wanted to live forever. Hinting at, yes, at least one human uploaded their own conscience, memory, personalities, etc. to a theoretically immortal hard drive. The second type of Exos are the ones that are entirely artificially made. Ghost Fragment Clovis Bray even states the existence of an AI initiative Bray had a tough time developing, quote, five billion runs, end quote. These types of exos could have and probably were made in the DSC. The only mystery remaining is why do the human-turned exos apparently have access to the DSC? I mean, Ghost Fragment Legends mentions that some exos walk to the tower peacefully and without having to fight an army. If the DSC is an external subroutine where individual exos, which have all their own unique human-esque logic and consciousness, pull all their memories into a semblance of long-term memory, well, that sounds more and more like a hive mind, doesn't it? Maybe the exos that make it peacefully to the tower have an easier time connecting to the DSC because they are 100% artificial. Human-turned-exos, though, having to suddenly deal with all the memories of all the other exos suddenly merging with their own, would produce an understandable, terrifyingly and bloody dream. It would also explain why the narrator of Ghost Fragment Legends describes the DSC as a dream and personally experiences the army version. The narrator is probably a human-turned-exo. They experience the DSC as a dream because, as Taylor B. says, dreaming wouldn't be necessary to machines. On the other hand... If the narrator had been 100% artificial exo, then maybe the terminology of that particular grimoire card would have been completely different, and they certainly wouldn't have had to fight their way to the DSC. Ghost Fragment Exo, which I quoted earlier, also brings up another valid question. Why do exos, supposedly made for war, have a human conscience? Pity, compassion, and morality certainly aren't useful traits on the battlefield. The first exos were humans. They had the whole morality, morality baggage when they, whether they liked it or not. Maybe the first 100% artificial exos didn't have emotions. Maybe we don't see those particular exos in the game because no emotions isn't conducive to light and no ghost raised them from the dead. Then Clovis Bray developed the AI that was, for all intents and purposes, human and sentient, and where else to put them than a human-looking robot body. So that's the end quote. So, a bit of a mouthful, um, you know, but when you're talking about exos that's kind of what you have to work with there 
So basically the movie Chappie, but in the Destiny universe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and so it, it, what, it, what it really is interesting there, for me at least, is first off, you know, it presents the Deepstone Crypt as not a, it's, it's not a subroutine that pushes information. It's a subroutine that pulls information. It's a repository of a hive mind type hard drive, a cloud that is gathering all this information. We don't know what for it might've been until, you know, it could have been anything, but you know, what, what's going on with that. And it's just a different way to read it. And I've, I mean, I've, I've gone back and I've read everything I can read on the dark, the deep stone crypt. And it actually, that, that theory makes just as much sense as the opposite. You know, either, either one is viable to be honest. So to, but to me, it just, it makes more sense because you know, it was, it was something that was bugging me. You have all these exos, which are for all, you know, for all intents and purposes, they are war machines. That's how they are constantly described as machines that are meant to do war, to protect people. And yet you're wiping the memory. You're, you're deleting all that information and it just seems a bit odd. And then you throw in, you know, like I said, you throw in that GNU collaborative who's designing a, um, an armor set that is in t- for the intent of the armor set is to gather information. So obviously information is recognized as an important, you know, important quality to get. Then why are we deleting all this valuable information? And, you know, Unisys just threw this in chat. Yeah, it's the world grave. You know, it's 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 our version of the world's grave. The Deepstone Crypt mm-hmm. for that would be a giant repository of information in which it's literally a documentation of good, you know, Lord knows how many exos. I like it. That's why I was gonna. That's why I was like exploding when I was like I was looking at the time and I'm like I'm going to get this theory yeah. into this. No, I actually <laughs> I like the I like the designation between the human made ex- exos and right. the mm-hmm. um the other ones i actually have a quick note on the wipe number mm-hmm. have you ever noticed that full-fledged exos have a single number and frames have a hyphenate number yes um I did i don't i don't know if we and there's we three of them that. well actually there's only there's only two different numbers, really. There's all of them are either ninety nine forty or fifty five thirty. Um, yes, except for there is a oh, uh, hang on. There was an original, and I'm going Uni Uni's map is amazing. I need to get this access to everybody. Um, there were two frames that did not have numbers. And that is Sweeperbot, our Lord and Savior Sweeperbot. And then the map frame, which was removed in update 2.0.0. Uh-huh. Map, frame, map frame did not have a number, and Sweepbot did not have a number. But yes, well, every other frame other than that had 9940 or 5530. So I just wanted to. Well, let's hear Mel's thoughts. What do you think is is up with that? I don't think these are wipes on these frames because they wouldn't all be the same. There's no way. Um, 
you know, before I heard the wipe theory, I always thought they were model numbers as well. Um, yeah. And the fact that if you want to link it into the wipe theory and kind of mush them both together is like there was model, you know, like Cade 1. And then when that one actually failed, everything was wiped clean and then started. And then Cade 2 was then started and then had its own memories. And then when that one failed, it went to the next model. So they, they kept improving the different models, you know, like, oh, well, this one's arms failed at this point so we need to upgrade it and then it goes to the next thing and then by the time you know that the the collapse actually happened they they weren't building new models anymore and they just kind of stopped there and then they they had so much time to kind of develop their own consciousness um that they are now sentient completely you know um but i also feel like there's definitely a lot of them like kate and stuff that actually have human consciousness implanted into their heads so the fact um i i do like the idea that there are some that are former humans um that were at one point in time put into these metal skeletons to live forever basically um, I would ideal like to think that they were probably people f- um, that were important or wealthy people before the the collapse, and that's just how they wanted to survive. So um, I don't know. There's a lot of theories buzzing around, but but before we, like I said, before the wipe theory that I heard, um, I I always thought they were model numbers, you know. Yeah, yeah, and the only like serial numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, basically. Like, uh, oh God, what's that? terribly cliche movie that just came out it's about clones i probably just ruined it for everybody oh, oh, i'm gonna go and say yeah. uh it was what's, what's his face <laughs> the short little crazy dude tom Cruise. oh wow Let's be specific um well that's no. narrows in town no he was like it was oh god i'm i feel terrible i'm going to google google <laughs> google it <laughs> does he run in it is he running at some point? No, he's not running. Well, no, oh. no he's not running. <laughs> Shut your face. I have no clue what movie you're talking about. Hang on, hang on. I, I really don't either. I'm, I'm wrapped yeah. with the... It was actually... It, I, was, I, it was really... My mind is thinking about Exos. Like, that's all I'm thinking about right now. I'm thinking of <laughs> Live, Die, Repeat, or whatever it was oh, called. Oh, that was a terrible movie as well. Because it was blatantly ripped off of Gamer. But... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but when when we were going, when I was reading through this whole entire um, blurb, which I had a little bit of the similar thoughts before I read this, but then like it just reminded me a lot of the movie Chappie, and I and I I really liked that movie, and uh, it the fact that you know there was one entity that was created purely from AI, but then you know there was another entity that was actually human consciousness downloaded. Like it brings a lot of the same type of things um, that's going on with these theories as well. Um, so if people want to get a little bit more grasp on it, you know, to relate to something. So Oblivion, that's what it was. Two thousand two thousand thirteen. Oh, oh okay. that's not a recent. That's not recent. Yeah. <laughs> What's I think recent? Okay. You're talking to me. Oh, okay. Whoa. What? Don't shut your face, Justin. <laughs> You'd have no room to talk. You're talking to a person who goes to like maybe one movie a year. So <laughs> he's already got his ticket. He's, he's, his next movie is the next Star Wars movie. Um, uh, hang on. Let me think about that. <laughs> uh, that might be accurate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think. There's a lot of movies coming out this year, so yes, that might be accurate, though. So, are we? Uh, did we get through it? Anyone? Um, I think. Hang on, real quick. I just see. I saw uh, 
May threw up a third theory. Hang on. Uh oh. Yeah, chat. I was just reading that too. Okay. In <laughs> chat. So she said, or he's, I'm just going to stop attributing. It says the third theory. God, I'm so bad at this game. A third theory was continued today further in the Reddit thread. Number, so this is the third theory. Number of downloads from the DSC, assuming they can only download the memories of their own copies, which would also assume that the several copy theory is true. This would mean that there would be no way to know which copy is which copy, referring to what the number and the name means. Hmm. It's plausible. Hmm. It's, it's one of those things we, we've got like next to know. And but I'm then, just now seeing seeing Mel's picture and stripping me out. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um but like if, if they're actually downloads from the DSC, then how come it seems like so many exos have jumbled memories and have memories from other exos that they've they've occurred? Like, right. and if they're saying that if they, if they if they can only download their own memories, then it doesn't account for the fact that there's all this other random fragments from other exos and other experiences that they don't have no idea where it came from. I, the only, the <clears throat> only response I could see to that one is, and Rev just beat me to it is bugs. Um, <laughs> you know, well, I mean, think about it. The deep stone crypt was created supposedly before in the golden age. So there would be technicians to upkeep it. If this, in, in this is following this entire theory. So let's say this entire thing is accurate, you know, um, there would be technicians to up upkeep the servers, the the you know the server farms and everything like that. There would be people who would actually be there with the hardware, fixing it, making sure that it was still running. Mm-hmm. Then the collapse happened, and we all know what happened in the collapse. There was this period called the Dark Ages, and the reason that it's called the Dark Ages is because we literally forgot pretty much everything about what happened in the Golden Age, and things went to shit. I mean, that's really what happened. Right. Is everything's getting destroyed. So I'm assuming that wherever this DSC farm is, which, I mean, even if it's a virtual farm, it's still got to be housed somewhere to in order to, you know, process all this stuff. I mean, even cloud servers have hardware requirements. And so I'm mm-hmm. assuming that the techs that were maintaining this, cl- this server farm just got destroyed i mean yeah and rev okay i mean rev put in chat not unless raspy unless a war mind is is running it which yeah or other exos or other well but if it's other exit like a cloud like a, a shared network mm-hmm. yeah this is why no man and we haven't even, <laughs> we haven't even started on the positronic brain concepts oh jesus <laughs> So, but we won't we won't go do that one because I mean, I'll I'll be up for like fourteen hours. Yeah, yeah. No, we have places to be and things to do tomorrow. Places called to adult. Be. You know, this thing's called adult response. I know adult responsibilities. What are those? What are those? <laughs> no. So, anyone who wants to read a good uh, author on androids, go read um, Philip K. Dick. He wrote the novel Do Androids Dream of Electronic Sheep, which most people know as Blade Runner. Um, he also has a number of short uh, – he's, he's a short short story science fiction author. He has a number of stories about um, how androids handle the concept of um, their own self-awareness. And there is one, and hang on real quick, there is one story in question, and I cannot find it. 
that I can never find, but it's literally an android who thinks that he is a human, and then when he realizes that he is not an android, bad things happen. So it's really it's there's a, there's a really good number of his stories deal with the psychology of AI basically. So if you're really mm-hmm. into that type of stuff, check his stuff out if you haven't already. Um, and I think that's I, honestly, I think that's pretty much everything that we talked about in chat. Justin, do you have anything that's coming? Um, not really. I just, other than, uh, no, I think that's it. I think we covered it. Yeah. Does, does, does Mel or Willie have anything? I think I, 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 covered all my notes that i wrote down my analog notes <laughs> oh, it's you you and bife bife has a chalkboard and you've got i, I had a little we're introducing bife to digital mind maps it's okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i keep a tab i have a little paper tablet and when i was writing notes down as i was reading your guys's notes to remind That's myself like- of things to talk about but yeah i covered everything um yeah yeah, that's 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 my that's my brain dump to yeah. the focus fire chat. Success. That's awesome. We got all of it. We got um, we got through all the notes, and we're only like thirty minutes over. That's like so amazing. I, I just want to say this: uh, the last well, when T- TTK dropped, we got a new grimoire card for each race. Correct. Mm-hmm. Mm. I really hope we that that trend continues and we can I, flesh out the the different races as we go. I just hope um, that we continue getting grimoire cards that are relevant to what we know. Which I I have very low expectations, so I will continuously be pleased because my hope is I get more grimoire cards. You're going to get more grimoire cards. I know. Cards. So see, there I go. I set the bar low, I can't help but be pleased. Uh, but now you're going to get more grimoire cards that are going to cause more questions than answers. Oh, don't even get oh, – you want to talk about more questions. Go watch the ride-along from today. I have so many more questions now. What oh, is man, the I was, warden? I was at work. What is the <laughs> warden? I want to know about that thing. I was so annoyed. They're like, yeah, that's a sentient blah, blah. And I was like, what? No, wait. Go, what? go back. Go back. Go back. And they're like, whoa, yeah, we're whoa, just going to go whoa, kill this thing. Yeah. But those are designed people, though. <laughs> that's exactly like we're, we're on Twitter. We're like, whoa, 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 go back, go back. I, I have not watched it yet, so I would suspend judgment. It's awesome. Anyone who tells you it's not awesome is a liar. Is it still available on Twitch? Did they? Is it still up there? Uh, or? It should be, and if it's it'll not, probably be they, a YouTube video yep, here. They quick, usually port it over to YouTube. That's where they've put the other ride-alongs. Perfect. Yeah, Perfect. it was a good. It was a good one. Is is Willie still with us, or did he get kicked? Uh, Payan Payan has deemed him worthy of a private conference call. So, oh okay, I'm trying. Payan, be with you, Willie. So, anyways, that's that's man. We're gonna go into final comments and shoutouts, and Perfect. I'm gonna give Mel the uh, the seat of honor on this one. Yeah. Oh jeez, <laughs> you don't give me an example first. I mean, okay, fine. On. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I'll go. Um, I just wanted to give a big shout out to feedback from everybody. We have been getting more and more feedback from people, um, both on our email, focusfired at gmail.com and actually on iTunes as well. And that really helps us kind of gauge where, you know, what, 
it, I'll just be honest. It helps us gauge what we're doing wrong and what we're doing right. And it helps us get better. And that's really what we are trying to do is get better. So the more feedback we get, you know, obviously the quicker we can remedy the issues that, you know, you don't like us talking too much. You don't like us going off on tangents. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> Give us a heads up because we will totally address it. And I try to respond to every single one of those as quickly as possible. Um, another really big shout out is to uh, Captain Kex from over at Reddit. He actually jumped into our chat as well these past couple of days. He has launched what we're coming to call the Lorg chart, which is short for lore organization chart. And basically take your concept of a mind map and put it on steroids and then multiply it by, I don't know, a couple thousand fold and then put it on more steroids. And that's pretty much what this thing is. It's an amazing uh, mind map of every single Grimoire card, every single piece of lore information inside the Destiny world. And he is working to connect all those together. And it's simply amazing. Um, and then Unisys as well. Like I, I was mentioning earlier, Unisys has actually started doing the same, a similar concept on a on a focused fire level s- center. So we are now doing that as well. Um, so thank you both. You guys are really it's it's extremely helpful. It's a visual representation of the connections between all these things that we're talking about, and that really helps not just us when we're doing this, but it also helps you know people who are coming in later they're like well what's this connected to well here look follow this green line and it shows you all 50 billion things that it connects to um so yeah again you guys are doing awesome and by the way send us more feedback yay but I, the two things he mentioned talking too much and whatever the other, we're not fixing those two things no. so don't say that <laughs> justin doesn't <laughs> listen to me oh all right, Mel, you want to go ahead and go, or you want me to go? Sure. Yeah, I don't care. I really don't care. <laughs> if you want to go, that's fine. I can go okay. last. Okay, cool. Uh, first of all, big shout-out. Happy birthday, Belle. Belle Bunny's birthday. Um, I don't know how old she is in bunny years, but but just happy birthday. Um, big shout-out to Mel for being a wonderful guest. I love it whenever we get a good guest in here, class up the joint a little bit. And, uh, I don't know if I classed it up. <laughs> oh, no. no, no. You, you, you did an amazing job. Infinitely. Um, and also, just a big shout out to Deej and the Bungie Twitch studio. Don't worry if everyone flames you for a little while. Keep doing stuff like the ride along today. I haven't even watched it yet, and I just know that it is something, so I like it. Um, so keep it up. Give us lore nerds something to knock around. And uh, last shout out, DOD Chatter White Crew. Um, awesome group of individuals. And back to you, Mel. Okay. Um, well, I guess I want to give the, my first big shout out to everyone here on the chat. Um, thank you so much for Focus Fire Chat for having me on the show. I mean, I've really just started getting into re- like listening to podcasts and diving deep into the lore and the fact that you guys kind of reached out to me like, hey, do you want to be on our thing? I'm like, yes, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> talk about Destiny for two hours? Yes. You know, because I, I try to talk with my, my, my clan and like we can only talk so much before like – no, 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 Mal. You need yeah. to. We need to focus. We're, we're, focus, we're killing orcs. Shoot the war priest. Yeah, you yeah. need to do the thing. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> 
So, uh, so yeah, so thank you for giving me an outlet and I really look forward to listening to more of your guys' stuff and seeing else what you talk about. Um, and then just a, a shout out for everyone for being super supportive, um, like finding the whole entire, um, like destiny lore community has been really awesome. I feel, I really enjoy that. Everyone's super supportive and like, Oh, did you hear about this? And what about this? What about that? So that's really awesome. And of course, um, and if anyone wants to see more of what I do, I do a lot of costume stuff. I know we didn't mention any of that but i do costume stuff so uh, if anyone wants to find me just like google wind of the stars and everything will come up so just dive down that rabbit hole yeah, have fun time. <laughs> hey can i actually uh, ask you a question yeah of course can we expect any destiny cosplay in the oh, near two oh i've already started <laughs> actually collecting supplies and researching uh, to do a hunter build so oh. um, yeah did, i've been dig- she she looks like she's liking the chain mail from the iron banner if i remember yeah. i saw that yeah and i, I also I was... have a request <laughs> sure amanda holiday oh god <laughs> oh my god <laughs> she would be a lot easier than doing a whole entire armor build for it for, totally for. would but yeah. the all, you have to do is, all you have to do is cooler. go jump in grease and you're done. Right? Right? Yeah, like for the longest time, I didn't realize that her arm, her sleeve was a tattoo. I thought it was just grease down her whole entire arm yeah. for like the longest time. And then the video came out during the taking team. I'm like, oh, it's a tattoo. Oh, oh well, now I feel dumb. <laughs> no, but yes. no, I felt the same way. <laughs> I'm still convinced but, that it's just grease that she's painted very, very artistically. I just, I, I have this image of her breaking up with a guy. And him like being really sad at the doorstep, waving with this grease covered hand, like, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, <laughs> if you, uh, if you like cosplay at all, Mel is, she's amazing. Uh, definitely Thanks. check her out. I do a lot of video game stuff. I'm I'm big, huge otaku. So I do a lot of anime stuff. So if you guys want to chat to me about like stupid anime stuff like Naruto, I will be glad to listen to. So, <laughs> um, but yes, yes, yeah, I am doing Destiny stuff. Um, I was debating between Osiris gear, um, like the Wing Sun stuff and, or, or between the Iron Banner, uh, the new Iron Banner stuff. Um, but I kind of chose an Iron Banner just because I think it's going to translate better in real life where I was afraid that the, the Osiris stuff, which looks really badass, and I worked so hard for that oh, gear. Cobra is, knife. Right? That Cobra knife is oh, so awesome. <laughs> I know. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, oh, my God, I need that. Yeah, see. see I, I have get a Cobra excited. knife. <laughs> yeah, right? So, um, but yeah, um, I'm going to be doing that this year. I've already started buying supplies, doing research, um, getting my reference images. So I, I don't think it's going to be for Fanime, which is going to be uh, my next big con where I'm just kind of wearing costumes at. Um, but it will be sometime this year. So probably summer to fall time is probably when I'll actually get around to finishing it. So but there you go. Awesome. And I think we are still waiting on Willie, but I don't think he's... Yeah. So with that, we'll begin to wrap up the chat. Uh, Thank you again to those over in chat for coming to spend the evening with us. If you'd like to join us, please be sure to give us a follow over on twitch.tv slash focusfirechat. Links to all of our sites can also be found on our episode with our episode archives over on the Podbean site, which is focusfirechat.podbean.com. And 
thank you again uh, to Wind of the Stars for joining us for this chat. Mel, um, I actually was going to ask you where you can find all all your stuff on the interwebs, but you beat me to the punch. So congratulations. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, no, no. We're definitely going to have to get you back on when we can work out, you know, schedules and everything. So. Oh, yeah. Anytime you if you if you guys talk about uh, any more taking key or not taking key, but book of sorrows or Tolan or Wilkin or hunters, like hit me up. I'm like, I am there. <laughs> you got That's it. Awesome. We, we can definitely do that. And then awesome. for everyone else, please be sure to email us at focusfirechat at gmail.com with any questions or topics that you'd like us to tackle in our new YouTube series that we're still in the process of putting together. Promise we actually are kind of making progress on these. Um, that's the lore one one series. And then Justin Spinfoil corner. Um, bad we, Justin. Bad Justin. We we try to keep to the scheduled Wednesday night streams for the chat uh, starting at approximately 10 p.m. Central. But if we do have any variations, we always, always, always make sure to let everyone know through our Twitter account, which is just at Focused Fire Chat. So until next time, the lore band marches on. <laughs>